we're off to a great start. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Matter. I'm Bruce, and this is Stacy. <laughs> it's Friday, folks. When we're recording this, this is Saturday. If you're listening, hello. Um, welcome to welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Katie. And I'm Sean. We're glad you're here. How do you do? Um, I okay. So I have to start off by saying that if we don't make any sense today, it's because uh, our poopy, not puppy, poopy, our poopy pooped the bed again. Yeah, she had a, she's got a sensitive constitution. Her stomach is is a little weak. I don't know what's going on. But. Well, our vet said that her immune system overreacts. She has like an overreactive immune system because of the neglect that she sustained as a baby. Oh, okay. Before we got her. And that's why she poops the bed. But it's fine. We heard a little whimper this time. Last time we didn't hear a whimper. So I it think woke we, me. I, I think it woke her too. So we got up at five so o'clock in the morning. So it was not as much of a poopy. Yeah, because she left the... Re- She's growling at us. She left uh, the rest of it out in the yard, which is good. Yeah, we got up and Oshan got up, but it woke me out of like a dream. I was like, <gasps> she cried. It was all a dream. I used to read Puppy Magazine. And then she pooped her bed. Yeah, but, but everything's good. She's good. She seems fine. She's running around jumping and playing. And Although she's been tired. I think she's like fighting something because we had one poopy night and then no, no poopy. And then last night poopy. It's been a poopy week, but she'll, so we got woken up at like 5.30. And then, as you all know, Sean can do the puke, but he can't do the poop. So then I cleaned it and he helped and then we went back to bed. Yeah. And then I woke up at 9.30 and I'm like, what day, what's happening? We had a candle set up and um, the fan was, going. Yeah, it was great. And then when I put the candles out, a lot of that smoke kind of covered any residual dog smell and yeah. i think we're back to normal i think so too and um you know she luckily it was onto the tile so i could easily like sanitize and clean what it. a way to open a segment this is great well that's why we're a little discombobulated that's right i feel a little little well, like i can't quite get my brain started i know and you had to do an interview about half an hour ago i know but i was prepared luckily i prepared for it yesterday good so i just read through my notes and then just regurgitated it i regurgitated it Wow. Okay. I'm going to carry the ball. Here we go. You carry it. Go with it. Today is a horrible day in the United States. Um, Unfortunately, Roe versus Wade has been overturned. It just came out. I know. I'm sure you saw it in social Mm -hmm. media. Now, people can be on the either side of the the conversation. This show isn't about that, but it's really interesting that this just happened. And um, well, the thing that for me, at least, I guess, and everybody has, you know, the rights to, to their own opinion, and all of our opinions don't matter because an opinion's been like made. Um, we'd read an article, you'd sent it to me a few months ago about how poorly Roe versus Wade, like legally, was pushed through, right? Yeah. I'm going to leave a, I'm going to leave that article in the link below. I think everyone should read it to kind of understand. Not, you know what? I don't think everyone should read it, but if you're interested in the subject matter, because yeah. this is going to be, very uh choppy waters for mm-hmm. for people and i think my frustration lies in the fact that this isn't this doesn't mean that abortions won't happen this just makes it harder for people and more dangerous yeah and so that worries me because people who can afford to fly or drive to another state to get them aren't the ones i'm that worried about which i know sounds crazy but it's like they have more means mm-hmm. but the people who don't have the means then what then are they gonna i mean 
this this is like a random uh experience I, when i was at pepperdine one of the girls in my uh political science courses we were talking about roe v wade and um what it meant and you know we're going through like the history of of what those certain cases are and why those like are the ones we reference and what that means and blah blah, blah. anyway she lost her aunt to a bad abortion mm. like she went to get it because it, it was illegal at the time and it's like a it's a very she was very emotional about it she did a whole presentation on roe v wade anyway um and that's what i worry about is people dying because they don't see another way out right for people who are listening to the podcast if you're not in the united states basically um the framework in which the country operates Mm -hmm. is the constitution the american constitution and what what has happened is that the supreme court uh today released their decision because uh, this was triggered by a Mississippi. Yeah, there was another case. case? And I'm not familiar with it. I mean, I either. really don't. I don't pay attention to you know these arguments that go before the Supreme Court yeah. typically. However, th- this is this is something that the country has been torn about mm-hmm. since the ruling went through, since Roe versus Wade, and before that, it was. And it doesn't mean that legal abortions won't be able to happen. It's just they're removing the federal law right and then and leaving it to the states so justice alito Mm -hmm. in his opinion um he said that basically the 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 forthright that abortion is a matter to be decided by the states and the voters in the states so they're returning it from a federal level Uh there was you know roe versus wade was written in 1972 uh and it was a big deal and i didn't know that because I was born in 75. Yeah. And so throughout my lifetime, this has been something that has been, and also I'm from a different country, mm-hmm. but it, you know, the, the United States is right next to Canada and, and it's something you hear about so yeah. often. Uh, Dirty Dancing, the movie, uh, is is wrapped up in this, you know? Uh, not in actually the decision, but it's about uh, she needs an abortion and she uh-huh. can't go anywhere because yeah. it's illegal. Yeah. It's a good movie. Okay, so... Um, they're returning the 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 ability to mm-hmm. make the decision to the states. Mm-hmm. The federal government's not going to be involved. The way that they got to this point in the United States is that the original law in 1972 is horribly written, mm-hmm. and it, it it was very far reaching, even and, though it, it had. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg had spoken up about how she thought that they had they went about it the wrong way. Yeah, she said that it, it was not um, a, a good idea the way they they wrote it. But she wasn't a, a Supreme Court justice yeah, yet. Yeah, not at the time. I think she was a clerk, maybe. Um, but it, anyways, I don't want to get too much into it because Well, it's, people have very strong opinions about it, and rightfully so. Um, but that's what's in the news. And it's a big deal, and people are very upset. And I guess... Um, the United States is is going to be... even Right now, it's very polarized, left yeah. and right. Yeah. Um, and, and wherever you stand on issues, I think you just have to have empathy and and uh, compassion for mm-hmm. for people in general because it's we're we're in choppy waters, and, and and this overturning by the Supreme Court isn't something that someone on the other side or someone on you know did. It was because of this court case that's happening, and the Supreme Court looking at that, looking back at Roe v. Wade. Right. So the Do you way- know what I mean, um, it's not like people voted on this that took place right now this decision but you know decisions matter so when you when you 
elect somebody who can yes. then put judges in place. Yes. It, there's a trickle down. Right. I'm just saying that it wasn't like this came to vote and then it's always them. Or, yeah. you know. the, the way it was written in 1972, and I had read this article uh, last night as well as in May yeah. when it first came out. But in the Constitution, there are uh, there, there's something written about the your rights to privacy. And so what the Supreme Court justice who who had uh, originally written this strong argument um, had done was he he wrote the abortion uh, law crossing that line. Well, ref- referencing that in the Constitution and saying, oh, okay. oh, it's a right to privacy, which is a reach. It was a, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a legal scholar. But that's what that's what uh, RBG had said, that it, he like reached too far and in reaching too far made Roe v. Wade like vulnerable, vulnerable to be overturned. To overturned at any point time because it was legally an overreach. It, it was is my understanding, roughly. Yeah, really flimsy of an argument. Yeah. And it passed because at the time the court was uh, not conservative leaning, which I don't understand how that works. That, uh, yeah, shouldn't the, it just be law? But it's interpretation, it, right? I so, know. Um, and humans are not like, flawed, but humans are biased. So yeah. I find it very fascinating. I, I just hope that cooler heads prevail because right now we're at a point where um, people are protesting in front of uh, the, the Supreme Court justices' homes, which yeah. I think is wrong. It's illegal, go, actually. Go to their work. Uh, that's yeah. fine. Protest. Uh, uh, but don't don't harass people. And I hope that... Or tell people where their children go to school. I saw that on Twitter and I was like, y'all can fuck off. Yeah. Like, vote differently. If you don't agree, vote differently. And like you said, show up at their work and protest. Like, that... I. Call your your members yeah. of Congress. I never think it's um, okay to assess, like harass harass people? someone at their home. No, no, it's it I because mean, what happens when it's your team mm-hmm. who 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 is uh, being harassed? You know, and, and once we descend into that uh, environment of of negativity, well, and the us versus you has got to stop. Absolutely, we have yeah. to find more common ground. Yeah, and, so that we can work together. Yeah. Otherwise, these divisions are going to continue to happen, and instead of being irate about the supreme court right now what what do you have power over yeah now with that said personally where i stand is that i think it is a woman's right to choose that's just how i've always thought about it Mm -hmm. i do respect the people who think about it from a um i I respect the other arguments a religious standpoint yeah the religious standpoint or like that you're okay you're you're snuffing out what is potentially a human being uh, or is a human being mm-hmm. um, and late term abortions are oh, yeah. I think it's really bizarre but I, I'm I, I don't I don't have all the answers mm-hmm. you know and so there and I think the the point is that this is a legal thing and Roe v. Wade has been thought to have been vulnerable for a long time since it was written and that doesn't mean that there can't be another Roe v. Wade <laughs> that's put into place but it sounds like from here on out, it's going to be state to state. Well, and and to the point, unless there's like a federal case that gets pushed through. That's right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, the the court is at the moment. Uh, but why even overturn it? I don't understand. I guess because it's like precedence, and so people keep leaning on it. You know, they keep using it, and so then because it's not the best case, it shouldn't be the precedence. Do you know what I mean? I don't understand. I guess. Well, I don't. So we're <laughs> opinions that don't matter is not a legal show <laughs> and uh, nominal legal advice. But I think what happens is a case gets put up to the Supreme Court for them to make a decision. And then they have to look at uh, 
previous rulings so they don't have to re yeah i see it because i watched the good wife okay so now i'm a legal expertise or expert but um so then they, they pull always pull those case. To, as precedents that this has already been ruled on in this way therefore right. my case stands because that but what has happened is that over the years the supreme court has uh shifted to be a conservative based supreme court now i'm not saying that they're they're biased but the people like who said, are in human. there well they were put up by republicans um mm. uh, quite a few of them and there's been quite a bit of turnover in the last 20 years yeah. on the supreme court a, a lot of people age out or pass away and you know as, as is the case with mm-hmm. ruth, ruth bader ginsburg mm-hmm. and when someone leaves the supreme court is up to them because they're there for life which is good and bad mm-hmm. it's good because you're no longer necessarily susceptible to corruption. Yeah, so you're because, not trying to run for office. Or yeah, because that office. is the problem. But running for like, or uh, it's not even running for court. It's like you're not worried about having to it's an get election. elected again. Mm-hmm. You need money to be elected. You need powerful friends. Yeah. So the idea of a Supreme Court uh, member being there for life is, in fact, I think a good thing. Mm-hmm. However, with the caveat that these people may have egos or, or are worried about when they pass away or when, when they like, retire. Like the timing of it, like who's in office and who, who's going to get the opportunity to replace me. And underneath Trump, he was able to uh, put people in underneath um, uh, Barack Obama. I believe he was able to get uh, Elena Kagan in. Mm-hmm. Or, or not get them in, but they nominate them, the president. Yeah. Uh, and they when they nominate those are the ones that usually get placed. And I could be wrong. It might not even be the president. It may be uh, the, the, the party. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But I find it very fascinating. And I, I just, my fear is that people are going to go bonkers out in the streets right now. And I was seeing it a little bit on social media so this morning. So they're appointed. Mm-hmm. And the president nominates someone for a vacancy on the court and the Senate votes to confirm the nominee. Right. So it's not like the president can just say, this is the person. The Senate also has to be like, you know what? You're right. And then it requires a simple majority. That's all. So they have those hearings so the people can. um, I always wished that those hearings, not just for Supreme Court justice, but for anything we're actually people asking real questions about what's happening. It usually turns into different either Congress or Senate members just like, I don't know, talking about something that they think is going to help them get elected. Mm -hmm. God, I hate politics. Fuck them all. It's really difficult. It's a quagmire. And so the Supreme Court currently is, uh, again, right-leaning, it would appear. Mm -hmm. uh, And especially when you look at some of the laws that are being passed. So I just wish it was... Yeah, because didn't they just pass something about gun laws? Yes, there's another... They federally are going to say it's okay to carry a weapon conceal and carry i forget what the yeah i don't know anyway. the exact ruling but there's a conceal and carry uh issue that yeah. was but i again we're not political in, in so much as we're, we're not um typically hyped up about things and it's but there's a lot of changes that are happening right now in the country and these times they are a changing yes mm-hmm. and so going forward um i just i hope cooler heads will prevail and yeah. you know and and there's nothing wrong with look if if um if your state is really conservative, if that's what the people want, if those are the rules they want to live under, I understand that too. So, well, you get to, that's why 
we're a democracy and that's why it's important to vote and to be educated about what your vote means. Not only is it the person that you're voting for and what they stand for and what, what they want to support, but also like what they would vote for in the future of things. You know what I mean? The most important thing you can do is vote locally Mm -hmm. and start there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, county, state, yeah, move on up. Well, that's what you're going to feel the most. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Some people like forget that that's what affects your day to day. Yes. And like so, someone's got to stop those people from blowing that stop sign. Those motherfuckers. I know. I'm, I'm about to take uh, into my own hands and put a <laughs> spike strip down in, in, in our street. Right. <sighs> Citizens arrest. Well, this Citizens was a, arrest. a heavy way to start the morning. I just thought that we, it is something we should touch upon um, because it's, it's happening. And I know a lot of people are going to be talking about it over the weekend. I just always get nervous just to be candid with everybody. Yeah. I get nervous to talk about anything political because either way you're wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People aren't going to like anything. People are mad and they're super, super emotional. And I never... I mean, I guess it's the therapist in me. I'm like, nothing, no good decisions or no good choices are made from an emotion mind. You mm-hmm. can't be like, ah, you end up like fucking over the thing you're trying to make happen. Right. And so I'm always like, let's take a breath, consider how it affects you and what you can actually do. And I'm sorry, but protesting might make you feel like you're doing something, but it usually doesn't make any change. So what what can you do if you don't like what's going on? How can you make it more in line with your values? Yeah. <sighs> so that's all. Yep. But anyway, people always get pissy. So, but I, I if you are interested, I'm going to leave two articles in the link. It was uh, interesting to read because we're not lawyers and because I don't understand um, past legal decisions and why they can be overturned. Like I don't fully understand that. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I don't live in that space. Like. I have I have my degree in mental health, not I have my JD. So right, what is a JD? It's Juris, your doctorate. No. I think it's your it's your Lawyer. law degree, but I don't know why it's called JD. I'd have to look that up real mm. quick. But I just know that's okay. Well, I listen. If you stuck around until this point in the podcast, I appreciate it. It was just something that was on my chest. Juris and- doctor, a juris doctor degree, also known as doctor of law or doctor, doctor of jurisprudence is a graduate entry professional degree in law or one of several doctor law of law degree a doctors of a law doctor of law degrees i'm gonna start being obnoxious with that one and call our friends who are lawyers doctor mm-hmm. like ben doctor and mm-hmm. kim doctor so if we go to dinner i'll be like doctor doctor juris doctor 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 <laughs> the only reason i even knew it was jd was my one of my favorite professors you met her at Pepperdine. She had us over for dinner, remember, with her oh. husband? And she had, first of all, do you ever just meet those people that are too kind, too smart? Like, she's just everything. Like like, like you? No. She, <laughs> no. She's just, like, was always so well-spoken and so patient and so, I don't know. I'm, there's a lot of people in my life. I'm like, I don't know how they, like, recall information. So, like, oh, like, blows my mind. Anyway, she not only had her PhD in psychology, so she's a psychologist, but she also had her JD. Mm. And so made it really interesting uh, when it came to law and ethics. And she was not a law, our law and ethics professor. I forget what she was like physiological psychology. It was like more of a deeper dive into like your brain and how it works and what why we use different types of treatments. But Anyway, I really enjoyed her. And I actually, I haven't kept in touch with her in the last like five years, but until then I had. You could probably still reach out. 
I probably could. She's still there. They had a baby boy. Oh, fantastic. And um, they'd had a tough time getting pregnant, so I was excited for her. And I was one of her uh, assistants, a teacher's assistant. Hmm. What method did they use? IVF. Oh, okay. That's a weird question. Well, no, you oh. said they were having a hard time, and I, I've done uh, videos on. on this oh, yes, it's true. Not it's true. not the bad videos, but the good videos, like with the fertility doctor. <laughs> Although one time I did not get caught up in a, on a film set, and I was like, "What is? Ha- I didn't read the script." Oh no! Oh god! It was greasy. I, it was some greasy business. <laughs> uh, that was awkward. Hey, as long as it's consenting adults, porn is completely. It wasn't porn, but it got right to the soft you know, core. Yeah, ouch, ouch! You're on my hair. Just the tip, you know, like uh, oh, from you're like it's a Skinamax. Yeah, and you're like yeah, what? it was yeah, and it was bad acting too. It wasn't even believable. You're like this it's is always bad. That's what everybody jokes about, right? <laughs> Isn't that the joke with porn that it's like always bad acting? Uh, I'm here to uh, install the uh, cable. I know, and you're like, it's so bad. Although we do have a friend who was a cable installer at one point, you know, a good friend of mine from Orange County. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say his name to, so I don't embarrass his parents, Mr. and Mrs. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a cable installer, and that stuff goes down. Um, really? Yes, he had a housewife come on to him once. And he he was like, no, 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 no. I was going to say that he's like, boo, like it dissociated. Yeah, he, he, he installed the cable and ran. Uh, but she was like, there were no him around other the house installations and, that day. <laughs> if you get my drift. She followed him around the house in a house coat and would like, the house coat would slowly, you know, kind of like open, you know, he was like, oh my God, you know, what How am I doing? How uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable for her because he was not, you know, paying It's uncomfortable for both of them. That's so. However, ooh. he did have another uh, person and she was. Um, an attractive person, same age. And uh, so, you know, he let her on, you know. He let her on. She bought the full cable package. (laughs) And then he left because he's a good guy, you know. (laughs) No, they ended up sleeping together. (laughs) (laughs) He was was pretty blown away. We we met up at the bar that evening, you know. Your choice of words. What? Met up at the bar? No, he's pretty blown away. Oh. That's so crazy to me. It was pretty pretty wild, and he's not a liar. You know this, right? He's a very he straight. Is. He's, he's like very, yeah. Clint Eastwood in westerns. You know, he you is know, man of little words. But yeah, he was like, we sat down at the bar, and he was man of little words, and he had his whiskey. You know, he drank it. He turns to me, and goes, "You are not going to believe the day I had." How's <laughs> it? Like, Try and me, you know? didn't. Yeah. yeah, no, I believed him, but I know I'm just teasing. Yeah. He said it was very awkward, and he was worried that he was going to get a phone call from um, corporate. Yeah, that you get fired or something. Oddly enough, he worked for Cox Cable Communication, so yeah. <laughs> that's the only cable purveyor down in Orange County. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Anyways, that that's uh, we got that's off on our a second tangent. story or third story because we started with puppy parlance, uh, poopy parlance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, our studio's coming along. It is. They put the roof on and they finished painting the trim, and now. The windows are going to go in. The uh, the AC unit's going to go in. The stairs are going to go in. I'm very excited. I know. We're getting not to the finish line, but we're like three weeks out, I think, if things go to plan, that we could be done. Katie, when we would drive down the coast or up the coast, sorry, I had to check my directions in California, up the coast okay. towards Pepperdine, yes. there was a house that you, you would always point out. Oh, and yeah, I know. You, you would say, oh, I want that. And it wasn't the house. It was a feature on the house spiral staircase spiral staircase although it's funny because i was like flash forward years and years later i was at this event i forget what the brand even was it was like an organic like lotion brand anyway 
they had a dinner that they put on mm-hmm. and we ate dinner and then went upstairs for like uh drinks and f- desserts and there was a spiral staircase and man those things are hard to get up like bad idea they're like a, having a jeep a jeep looks like a lot of fun or a great idea mm-hmm. but then when you get in you're like this is really uncomfortable well you have to have a spiral staircase I, I i'm assuming they're built in a bunch of different ways i just love the look of them usually also, they're circular well no but spaced out enough that you can get your foot on them right because that's the problem is sometimes they like you can't even it's like tippy toeing your yeah way. if you get too close to the the mm-hmm. center the 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 fireman pole yeah so it needs to be wider um but it is a, a better way to get stairs into something when you don't have a ton of space for oh, stairs karen rossi uh rossi, rossi? Uh-huh. she had a spiral staircase oh, in new york? york oh i was like this is living you know i was really impressed it's fancy it. right it, it looks is. fancy so i i talked to my dad uh, the other day and i said you know I, I was thinking about the uh the addition to the garage what do you think about having a spiral staircase i said wouldn't that be cool he said, yeah, that sounds amazing. You know, you find a an old wrought iron one that comes mm-hmm. out of Louisiana or something, you know, mm-hmm. New Orleans, French Quarter. I was like, oh. So then I find myself on the internet, you know, <laughs> as, uh, as one does. And I started looking and I found some spiral staircases. Mm. And I was like, this is beautiful. It, had, it was ornate. And I, I was like, no, but I'm specific, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really specific. Because my wife, she wants a spiral staircase, right? <laughs> So I uh, I find one and it's beautiful and and uh, I look and I said maybe there's different designs you mm-hmm. know like the like this one but different because you can be picky you know with staircases uh-huh. so can. I uh, I looked up wrought iron and 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 I wanted something that was also representative of my my history you know so oh, your staircase with, yeah fleur de lis I looked mm-hmm. for that I didn't find any but um, but I did find a, sp- a spiral staircase and it's. Uh, I'm not going to buy it. Oh, I was like, did you buy this already? Oh, you're kind of... $14,000. Holy shit. I wanted to run it by you first because I, I've been I've been told that I'm not very good at communicating in our relationship. And <laughs> and so, but what do you think? That seems like expensive. I know, I know. But but how cool. It would know? be very cool. And, and uh, But I also, we want to get the floors done in here and okay. it's, it's a lot of money. Okay, so, so let's... Skip the spiral staircase uh-huh. on this house. We'll get one in, in the future. Yeah, you know, on in another our, house. In our dream house. Yes. But our Barbie dream what if mm-hmm. instead of the, the spiral staircase, we get rid of the stairs and then we just cut a hole in the floor. Fireman's hole? Yeah. How do you just, climb up that? Well, you don't. You you, ha- you only come down it. The firemen don't climb back up it at night after the fire. That'd be very tiring. <laughs> But then you know. they have a staircase somewhere else that yeah. they go up. But then, so, it, you know, in the studio, I could open the door, the, the little hatch door and mm-hmm. whoosh, and abscond or disappear into mm-hmm. my uh, oh. my garage layer, you know. Where as the long as when was. you go down and the fireman's pole, crime, I had it goes. To fight, I, could, I could zip off on my motorcycle, see, at the, in the middle of the night. But like, you know, only if I saw the bat symbol or maybe instead of a bat symbol, it's like a maple leaf, you know, someone would like flash that in the sky and be like, Katie, I've got to go. And then I'd get into my you know captain canuck outfit mm. and uh mm-hmm. and i it'd be red and white and i'd have like tassels you know like evil knievel but it'd be oh. like a you know wouldn't be american it'd be all denim <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it'd be denim and then uh then i i take off in the night mm. on my motorcycle mm-hmm. you know what do you think and then you'd hear like uh you could be like my Robin and you'd make a noise like a loon, you know? You know that haunting noise they make? I have to ride on the motorcycle. I don't like motorcycles. 
sidecar. We'll get a sidecar. Okay. I don't mind a sidecar. That'd be cool, right? And you could wear a scarf. Ooh, you'd be yeah. flapping I in the do. wind. You, you'd have your Oh my God. Goggles. Remember that old photo of us at the, was it Johnson's Museum or what was it called? Peterson's Automobile Peterson's Museum? a very generic name either way. And I pretend I have a, yeah. a, a scarf. You're, I like your, your poses and photos. I know sometimes you. Oh, I don't really like. But when you're having fun. It's different when back in the day before the social media chaos, um, we had digital cameras and we take a bunch of photos. So you kind of get over it. Oh, it the really Lumix. Remember our Lumixes? You we went through one. two of them. Yeah. yeah. Yours we, got broken. I think mine, I might still have somewhere. Surprise, surprise. I broke something. I know. You're, These hands are very clumsy. It's okay. You, you do your best. Yeah. But yeah. Um, if... The only way I would allow you to have a fireman's pull is if when you go down, it makes the noise like on Mario when you go through the tube. (laughs) It's like, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) well, into the the next level. I like where you're going with this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as as the audience, you should probably weigh in and send this to us. uh, But how about Mm -hmm. instead of having a trapdoor hatch that, you Mm -hmm. know, like you, you open in the floor. So mm-hmm. I can access the fireman's pole. What if we had the green tube from Mario Brothers? Oh, yeah. You know, and so everyone would know, you know, you go down there and you, and that, you know, you know, you're going to go places, right? Yeah. Something going on? Yes. That noise. <laughs> that's the noise. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, that's okay. I like yep. where our studio is going. Okay. Now that uh, we're all on the same page. So I... Yesterday, Katie and I got into a discussion and I, I kind of, I, I'm, I'm guilty of uh, not being a very good partner in life. That's sometimes. not true. No, no, but I want to, I want to talk about it. Okay. And, and so that's. I'm what, surprised you want to talk about it. I do. Cause part of my problem is that my communication skills, when it comes to interpersonal, when it comes to relationships, mm-hmm. my, my, when I'm uncomfortable, I just shut down, right? Mm-hmm. Put my head in the sand like an ostrich. Mm-hmm. And so that was my nickname in high school, ostrich. Yeah. It was not. I thought it was shark. Yeah. No, I didn't have a nickname. I would th- would well, you, none that anyone told me. Well, anyways. you bit kids or something when you were little. So oh, Jaws. Jaws. When I was shark. a little kid. I was close. Jaws, shark. That's true. I don't know why I would bite people. I could tell you why, but we'll, let's not get into kid. that. Uh, yeah. So where was I going with this? I don't know. You oh. Brought, uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, relationships. Oh, and, yes. Uh, so, you know, I, I just need to be more communicative. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I found out that I, I wasn't being communicative and I thought I was, <laughs> I ta- found out, I thought I was taking the initiative and, and, but by taking the initiative, I was not communicating with you. And so it, it has to do with the podcast and that's uh-huh. why I brought it up. Yeah. Cause you still could have taken initiative after the fact and purchased the things you wanted to purchase. Right. So, and I understand why you're mad because. Guys, I'm so flipping excited. I went down to the car dealership and bought a Lamborghini. We're going to be doing the podcast from from within a Lamborghini wow. going forward. No, I wouldn't be here today if that's what. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I spoke with you about it and I was like, you know, I think that I want to. Uh, so what happened? Let oh. me start back. So what happened is I had told Sean, hey, there's sales going on for summer clothes. And since we bought most of your clothes that you like in wintertime, now's a good time to get a better deal on other colors, right. not black. And we get to, because we do this uh, for a living, we are able to use it as a tax write-off. You're wearing the yep. clothes on camera. You have your specific clothes. You put them in a specific area. Yeah. It's like a, all part of the, you know, when you're on camera, things you do. Cost and of our business. accountant is always like, 
you guys don't spend enough money. And I'm like, but we need to save. (laughs) So anyways, long story short, I told Sean, hey, sales are coming up. So keep an eye on some things. You know, if you need new shirts and stuff, like you should purchase some things. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Because I usually do all your clothes purchasing. Some. You know, like 90%. Not last year. Actually, last year you bought more because, yeah. Anyway, but so I just let him know. And he's like, okay. And I said, I've bought some new things and they'll be coming soon. And so you should probably do the same. And then last night, Sean says to me, you're going to be stoked. I bought a shirt and a record. (laughs) And I'm like, what? It's a good record, I said, because you said what? I was like, I'm so excited for the record and shirt, you know? And I'm like, with with company, what? And you're like, yeah. You said, you know, you bought some stuff. So I bought some stuff. And I was like, what? I didn't see the issue. And you had an issue and I, I didn't understand what it was. And it had nothing to do with what I bought. No. It had to do with lack of communication because I was getting things for for the podcast. Mm-hmm. What I had forgot to tell you was what I was thinking of designing the podcast background as because this is all temporary i know we're a year into this this, this but it's because we want the studio to be built we have stuff you guys can't see off camera that's supposed to like sound panels in that box right there's a huge box anyway he didn't tell me that he had a an idea for a design of the podcast background and went ahead and started purchasing things for said background right right that was <laughs> in my head it was a good idea it's not a bad idea either right. So we're not going to tell you what it is, but we have to wait. Yeah, we had we had a good discussion yesterday, and it's a good idea. Um, but I should have communicated what I was thinking. You didn't let me know, and then you're like, I don't know why you're upset. And I'm like, I'm not upset about the money or the thing you bought. I'm upset about the fact that you're making choices without even considering the fact that I'm part of it. I know it was so. <laughs> it, it was in my head the not the defense, but the the rationale was, oh, I'm taking initiative. It, but it's so silly because I, it should be it should be a fun project you and I are both working on. Like, oh, what would it be like? Mm-hmm. And you could cool. still take initiative and purchase the things you wanted after we'd been like, yeah, let's do this. There was something I saw two years ago and I thought that would be an amazing podcast set. The, just turnkey, you buy it, it shows up, stunning. Do you know who the British designer Timothy Yulton is. Oh, is this the guy who makes all those crazy chairs you always like? Yeah, Yulton. I think he just passed away. Is it away that this one year. in the encapsulated thing that was like a gazillion dollars? Yeah. It was very cool. It was the I Apollo feel like, capsule. I feel like Johnny Depp would own something like that. Right. Doesn't it like fit his vibe? Certainly yeah. an eccentric would purchase the Apollo capsule because uh, if you don't Can know you put who- it on the screen so people can see what we're talking about? Is that possible? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And, anyway, uh, how much was it? Oh, Oh no! I think he wanted like five hundred thousand dollars like, for the Apollo guys, capsule. Crazy money! Like, because then Sean was like, "Oh my god, his stuff is so cool!" And I was but like, "Well, interior. how much for a chair? Like thirty thousand dollars? Like crazy? Like, like out of reach? Ridiculous? Also, not. I mean, worth it to him because it's cool, but not actually worth it. You know? Well, there's a a realm of um, purchasing that exists that it, most people never see. And that is for the fancifully wealthy. The, I stay out of those realms because it just makes you feel bad about your life. But you'll see it sometimes on first dibs. You know, you're like, oh, that chair is, or True. that coffee table. And through my line of work, I've been around people who, A, are high net worth individuals, like 
Yeah, Sean used to work for a bunch of wealthy families and also for uh, furniture designers. He did a lot of corporate video for like Rose Tarlow and stuff. Architecture, uh, design, furniture. Rose Tarlow stuff's beautiful. Rose Tarlow, she, I I think she's still alive, but she's quite a bit older now. Mm -hmm. And she had done Oprah Winfrey's Montecito. Montecino? Yeah. uh, Yeah, Montecito. Montecito? I thought she was in Santa Barbara, if I'm going to be honest. But is it not technically Santa Barbara? Yeah. Anyway, she did her house. And I mean, you're not supposed to talk about how much people spend. But I knew because uh, I, I was aware of the, who was running the company. and, and I Montecito. Knew, yeah. It's on the water there. I was like, it's right off that. Yeah. It's stunning. It's up by Santa Barbara. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful. But the amount of money that. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, 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 it's expensive. What? What is the, the amount of money? Oh, yeah, it was because it Rose, was hot. Because then when he was talking about it, I got online. I mean, also flashback. We were like super poor. Oh, at I this would, point in our yeah. lives. And I was like, I wonder how much this Rose Tarlow stuff is. Sean really likes it. So maybe we'll all get a chair for us or something. You guys. Super expensive. Well, the- like super. Exp- not not. Like 30,000, not like that other, like Apollo pod. No, but like 20K for a a table. You guys crazy. Um, And they had offered us a piece of furniture in in kind, in trade for work. Oh, no, you would take the money. Don't ever take the. Always take the money. Always take the money because. Because uh, you can eat with money, but you can't eat with a table. You can't eat with a table. And it doesn't cost them. And just put an empty bowl on it. It doesn't cost them 20 grand to make that table. No. They charge that because of the brand and the name. There was a guy on uh, TikTok. You guys know how I love TikTok. And he does interior design and stuff. And there's this trend going on TikTok where it's like, what's a scam that we're so used to that we don't even think it's a scam anymore? And there's a lot of different people sharing things from the fact that flights cost different Electing officials. Right? It's a total scam. No, but there's all sorts of things. Even... um, uh, some about like you know what's in makeup and and food. Uh, our friend John did one about like how food in America is so processed, and they pretend it's not, and like calling it food, like how liberal they've gotten with like natural. Ter- you know, there's a lot of people talking about a lot of different things. Anyway, I have found this uh, trend to be extremely interesting, and one guy did a ooh, yep, opening his Celsius as we talk about food that's not food. Um, <laughs> it's got water in it somewhere. I don't know. It does have water. But um, and energies just comes from outer space. I don't know where that energy comes from. (laughs) From within. Hmm. Anyway, this guy stitched with that and was talking about the fact that furniture is made like there's these huge factories that make a lot of the furniture that we see, and depending on where whoever sells it, they ups they like make way more money so like let's say west elm i'm not doing a good job explaining this you guys so no but it's true there's let's say a table cost three hundred dollars to make this company that makes it sells it to west elm and they in turn sell it for 700 but 
You can buy them direct from that company a lot of times for $300 or from other places that only increase the price for like 50 bucks. So like, I'm fine making 50 bucks off of this. And he gives you the list of the things that are like 50 bucks that they don't make a ton of money off of it. Right. And he was like, I encourage you to go there. And I saved that video because I was like, mother. You like a good deal. I do love a good deal. I'll tell you why Rose Tarlow is so expensive. That's what gets me is sales. I get, I get hooked on a sale. Mm. Like I just bought a swimsuit because it's originally, what would it be? 70 something, 78 bucks. And it was 26. Mm. It was like super sale. And I was like, pull a trigger. Do it. (laughs) Do it now. So anyway, continue. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Rose Tarlow is so expensive because they manufacture in Los Angeles. Los Angeles has a history, by the way, which I I don't think a lot of people are aware of. And I, I certainly wasn't until manufacturing manufacturing and the garment industry yeah. and the there are true artisans that they pass down mm-hmm. the equipment the tooling the tools sorry uh the the knowledge yep. um, of how to work with wood specifically in la there, there's a real lineage of of these artists and yeah. unfortunately as we go global mm-hmm. you know the, those those things can be outsourced well but, because it costs more Especially in California, if you guys don't know, in California, it costs you a lot as an employer to have employees because they require all sorts of like payment into different programs and stuff. And like you have to offer a lot of things for people, whether that's like family medical leave. The workaround on that is just hire illegal workers. But people do that. And that's the problem. That's LA. And then, then people, then it's like they're maybe not getting even good pay, whereas like no, people become not indentured servants, but you know, you, you've got someone in the gray area mm-hmm. and it's really, it's sad because those people don't have the opportunity to. Yeah. To like work their way up and yeah. to actually like, yeah. So anyway, I mean, every there's, it's just messy, mm-hmm. but the garment district, I actually went down there because in LA, downtown LA, they have the garment district. There's uh there's the furniture district or design district, I think they call it. And then there's also the flower district. Oh yeah. And that's where I got our wedding flowers was in the flower district. And they right. were beautiful. I mean, they've got wheat flower, they've got uh Durham flower. They no. have all sorts of different Not that kind of flower. More like dahlias oh, yeah. and lilies. I think <laughs> that's what I picked for our wedding, I forget. Right. Joanna was with me and she was like, You run a tough bargain and I was like damn straight if you ever want to see a website that is strange but at the same time you can look around for anything your heart desires mm-hmm. go to alibaba.com is that ebay for other or what's alibaba alibaba is out of china mm-hmm. and so it puts you in direct communication with the manufacturers or distributors it's very uh, opaque but fascinating because that sounds overwhelming let's say to me. i want to x out a boat and I'm, I'm like okay well i want a boat i'll go into alibaba and all of a sudden you're you, you get micro websites from manufacturers like oh we'll we'll sell you this boat was well, that like that guy we saw on youtube that ordered a car from china yeah she's snoring that loud she is look at her happy girl you can um will you take a picture of her no i'll pop it up pop it up on the screen pop it pump pump it up pump 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 it up but you can go on to Alibaba and you can buy an electric car or a scooter or a table or anything, anything that's manufactured. Mm-hmm. They, but the, the weird thing is you have to buy them in lots. So I had seen a couple of industrious fellows in Orange County uh, 
purchase things mm-hmm. and then stand at the corner and, and sell them. And they'd have like 20 of them in their truck wow, because smart. they were buying them from Alibaba. Wicked smack. Yeah. Remember uh, the, the scooter craze? You know, yes. all the kids are. Everybody um, needed a. What was that scooter? kind of scooter? Yeah. I forget the brand. Like a lime or, you know, what But there's a brand. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Well, it's almost like Razor scooters, which were not electric, but those like were a big deal for a while too. Yeah. And then there's that one that like uh, you balance on the two wheels and you, mm. you look like a doofus. If you're anything older than 20 years old, you shouldn't be on those things because you look kind of dorky. Yeah. It's usually tech people that ride around on yeah. those. And also, this sounds bad to say, I get it because they call those the final mile type of vehicles. Like if you take a bus and then you have to get to work, you ride those the rest of the way. I think you're better suited riding a bike, but because you look dorky. Um, I loved being in Europe for many reasons, mm-hmm. but one was when we get on the train People have foldable bikes. Everyone has a foldable bike. And it makes sense. And the final mile. They get off. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Jurgen would, you know, his, his long hair flowing in the wind and he'd be on his little bicycle <laughs> pedaling. <laughs> but the foldable bikes are kind of, you know, they're not they're not like a, a cool looking bike. They're a functional bike. But that's that's all that matters. The Those single wheel things are not cool looking. I don't care who you are and Why how don't cool people you... just roller skate around? I don't I, understand. I love roller skates. I would yeah. skate over biking all the time. But the thing that's funny to me I find it funnier when someone thinks something's cool that I think is dorky. That right. makes it even more funny. There's a Kids in the Hall skit from the original series. Mm-hmm. And it was, he's hip. He's cool. He's 45. <laughs> and the guy was like, you know, he'd have like, he'd be stylish or thinking he's stylish, but he, he's just like an older guy yeah. trying to be hip with the kids. Yep. And I used to think that was so funny. But now that I'm 47, I think the kids in the hall are a bunch of assholes. You know, they're like, older like, than you. It's still funny. <laughs> but we used they're to. So good. We were talking about this. Uh, I was talking about this with a member of the community the other day because it's funny. Something that I think a lot of people in the, the U.S. who haven't been to Southern California. Uh-huh. And maybe it's like in Florida as well. But there's a certain type of person who like doesn't have to, quote unquote, grow up. Oh, like society expects us to. And in L.A. and I guess Southern California as a whole, because I could just see it all the way down to San Diego. There is that he's hippies. Cool. He's 45 because you'll see a dude with like uh, salt and pepper hair who looks like in his 40s or 50s wearing board shorts and a tank like top 12, in know? a tank top uh, skateboarding down to the ocean in the middle of a Tuesday because he's like a waiter and you know what I mean? Like people live that lifestyle there. And so it's, it's funny to me that like, cause I was talking to someone else and she had been in LA for a long time, moved to Ohio for a short period. She's like, people aren't like that there. Like there aren't those people. And I was like, what? You don't have like those just like not a vagabond. Cause they're not bad. It's just like people who <laughs> just like don't. Conf- sure, sure are a lot of vagabonds around. <laughs> but you California. know, they like don't conform to like societal norms. And they're like, I just do what I want. I've been, I'm rent control, bitch. Yeah. My rent's like $400. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. And it's an LA vibe. I, I kind of dig it. Southern California, for all its faults, yeah, now know. that I've, I've, I've been away from my girlfriend for a while, you know. I know. We've left her. And, and I kind of can see some of the, tri- or I'm forgetting about the bad things. The, the, well, the bad things aren't in our face scaring us every day. And it is a beautiful place. Like it's no stunning. one, I was talking to Christina about this because we both left around the same time and she's like born and raised there. And she was like, oh, it'll always be my home. And she's like, but my home is just a shithole right now. And I was like, I know. And yeah. it sucks that it's like that. But 
but there are and i like that lifestyle that like rent controlled living a little uh one bedroom apartment on third street yeah that bohemian vibe is very much me which i think is why i hated orange county so much because other than laguna beach there wasn't a ton of that it was very suburban no it it is you just have to look because what happened was the the rapid expansion of it yeah made it very like 82 like little boxes on the hillside so as someone from la again but san clemente dana point yeah all these towns they really have it although it's overrun by extremely wealthy people because it's very desirous to mm-hmm. desire same as santa monica there. arguably but santa monica is different though because you're like still city and there's tons of apartments yeah. where in orange county the, there's not it's not built like that it's right. a little different it's only a couple of blocks of that yeah dana point has it which is interesting yeah but they're very expensive and uh, one time there was a shootout in Dana Point that I, uh, I showed up on the scene about uh, 15 minutes after it happened. That's perfect. That's better to it was show up crazy. Than 15 minutes The guy before. robbed the Wells Fargo at the bottom of Crown Valley. How's he going to get away? Get well, into a he, boat? He didn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was the, you know, like, <laughs> damn it. The cops didn't think of that. They don't. And then he turns into a turtle shell. Right. He rolls down into his boat. Amazing. Sorry, I'm in Mario Kart land. No way. Or Mario land. Mario? Mario. 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 What do you say, Mario or Mario? How do you say Wario? Where are you? <laughs> Hello, Katie, where are you? <laughs> I see the logic that you have. It's, that's, that was very good. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but the shootout was pretty pretty heavy. The guy and his partner, they robbed the Did bank. Did they get killed? Yeah. They, what are they doing? People They barricade themselves in one of the apartments oh, across no. the street from my friend's apartment. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, and no. the police, I mean, it was You get in the bathroom. Um, they weren't home. Oh, thank God. But, but they, if you are ever, if you ever, you get in the bathtub. They. Danger, went, danger. They did. They, they went back to their apartment after they robbed, like just down the street, which was not a smart move. They should why have, would, why would they, they should have disappeared. Drove and, away. Like, don't let people, don't lead people back to the, the bank robber hideout. And so they barricaded themselves in there and they had a bunch of ammunition inside. Uh, and I think that they had lit a fire or the police shoot. Anyways, whatever. The, the apartment mm-hmm. caught on fire and then ammunition was popping. It was crazy. It's one of the one of the big uh, wow. scary things that wow. happened in Dana Point. You'd and, mentioned this before, but I didn't know the full story. And it was like before. We, I think before you and I were together. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. It's like all my buddy. Carrie's apartment there were mm-hmm. bullet holes in the front of his garage area jesus christ yeah. Yeah. jesus and that's something that i've never really been around is uh, a lot of gunfire maybe a little bit you know here and there i mean i grew up for those of you know i grew up in the country so we, i grew up hunting yeah but that's totally different from what you're talking about and i've gone to shooting ranges and you like put your you know so i haven't and if you're just listening i just like gesture like i was putting uh the noise canceling headphone kind of things on it was an amazing demonstration equipment. considering that you already are wearing headphones i know i put more on <laughs> more on <laughs> um anyway i put the more and more on <laughs> <laughs> so i've been around guns in controlled and responsible manner right and always like you know, understood how, how dangerous guns could be and cleaning of guns and proper protocol for using a gun. And that was like all very like part of, yeah, part of like my upbringing, I guess. And it, everybody hunted, I felt like, or knew somebody who did, you know what I mean? A member of the, like, cause you, you're in rural areas. 
and it's like Sadie, a member of our community. She's from Louisiana and she's like, yeah, you're like weird if you don't almost. And that's kind of how I grew up, but that's way different. When I went and moved down to Orange County, I'm not saying Orange County as a whole, but like moving from like Washington state, then to LA, then to Orange County, the it was such a weird transition all of a sudden from LA to Orange County. Cause you think LA, oh, big city people, it's like dangerous, like guns on the streets. Maybe if you like, don't live there, you're like, Oh my God, which is pretty much happening now. Right? Yes. Like but it, back then in like 2000, let's say 2005 or whatever, it wasn't really like that at all. And then when I moved down to Orange County in like Oh nine or 2010, like everybody had guns, like handguns. Yeah, I was a lot like, of ladies had. Uh, I was super uncomfortable. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. what? And like my roommate had a handgun and I was like, have you taken like safety lessons? She's like, no. She's like, I know how to use it. If something, I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> I just asked you if you know how to, to clean it properly and safety. And you said no. Yeah, when was the last time you cleaned that? I know. It terrifi- terrifies me. A lot me. of people have guns there. It was. Uh, it terrifies me. A little a unsettling. Little a little they were bit. all very uh, reasonable with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they would yeah. take them out to the desert and shoot out there. But what? But, like go to a shooting range and like take a lesson. It was very foreign to me. That's very, that's yeah, agreed. But, um, also, even though I grew up, but I grew up around hunting, which is different than handgun territory. Do you know what I mean? Those are different purposes of why you'd use a weapon. Right. So I was like, oh, this is, this is definitely, also we had a huge safe in our home that all the guns were kept in. And then the ones that were like for protection had like the, you know, the. Yeah. If someone broke into the house and I had a gun safe, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying I'm a coward, but I don't know if I'd get the gun out or if I'd cl- crawl into the safe and close the door you know and, <laughs> i mean you i'd could, have i'd be smart about it i'd have like a an unlock a safety switch on the inside but i'd lock myself in there and you know they can have whatever they want in the house there i was is, just he's saying in the gun that, safe but you don't keep your guns for protection in a gun safe because you'd never get there in time you can have a little lock box by yeah. your bed mm. just so you all know i live in fear of of, of having to live in fear I think that's called anxiety. Yeah. I just, <laughs> um, it I'm makes me so afraid of things that maybe could possibly, I don't know, they could happen maybe. Yeah. I do have uh, some weapons in the house because I, I'm, it's not like I'm a pacifist. If someone broke into the house, I'd want to, you know, kick their ass. But, uh, you know, if I'm not here, I just, so when we were living in Santa Monica, we, mm-hmm. I was a little nervous as things were getting a little weird. And so we bought a, ta- a taser. Oh my gosh, a taser and the Brooklyn. Bat- you know, there's some states where you can't get a taser. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, they're pretty. That thing serious. scared the shit out of me when you were like making sure it worked. Not on me, you guys. He did it <laughs> into the air. He charged it up, and then he was like, "I just want to make sure." It, and it like that pop, that noise. The I was like, noise oh, is- "It's fucking terrifying." And you smell the ozone, and your hair stands up on your neck, and you're like, "I feel so powerful." <laughs> shoot lightning bolts you well, know? we got a taser and we got a little bat thing and i i got uh, pepper spray and i got uh and those noisemakers for me to walk with yeah the, the you pull the pin out and it makes like a this 20 bajillion like, decibels wah, 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 wah. yeah yeah and anyway. then i armed uh the gal upstairs with them i said oh, yeah, you yeah. need to have the pepper spray and this and she's like oh my parents got me and i was like yeah but you need to carry it around because there's and also make drops. sure it sprays you gotta test it I think the way you test it is you drop it in water, and if it floats, it's a witch. No, um, <laughs> if it floats, then it has. Stuff oh, everything in it. I read sinks. said you should just try to spray it like outside in a well-ventilated area, and then hose off the area. But mm. you should make sure that it sprays. And the spray that we have not only 
uh, it sprays really well, but it also co- leaves a color on them. Mm, that's so if good. They, like, they could be like, that's the man. I didn't know that. And then they like wand it and they're like, yes. I always had a, a fantasy, not a fantasy, but like, a, like, you sweet, know, sweet fantasy, baby. You know, if you were part of a bank robbery, not that I want to be part of one, but you know, like Sounds where you've got a big of, bag of money. Okay. And then, and, and, oh, and the die goes off? Yeah, the die goes off. You know, it's not a desire that I have, but I would like to see that. A like bag what of cash. Like? Yeah. What does it do? Yeah. yeah. And when it explodes, you know, oh, God damn it, I just got this shirt. <laughs> you have bigger problems. I know they always show it on movies and it like explodes in their face and it's all over their hands and then the money's like ruined. Yeah. But I'm like, is the money ruined? Because wouldn't you just, I would just lay it out and let it all dry with the stain or whatever and then find the bills that don't have any marks on them. Listen, if someone gave me a $100 bill and it had a little bit of, oh, miscolor on it, I'd still take it. Well, everybody does. And how many bills don't have some kind of something? I actually have kept, I keep, I used to collect coins in a weird way. Like my papa would give me silver dollars and uh, other things, uh, a two cent piece and $2 bills, like all sorts of odd currency i still have that somewhere anyway whenever i would find something a bill or a coin that like i, ha- I have a, a five dollar bill that, that i've drawn all over it and it's kind of cool looking mm. and i was like i like this so i kept it don't spend I'm gonna, it i uh, have to turn you in on that one Kay. that's illegal i didn't do it it came into my possession and i kept it you know me i can't draw for shit no okay it was very clever then i have like a nickel that someone has put nail polish on in a fun way oh. um and i kept that too very custom <laughs> Sometimes people do things and you're like, wow, how did, like when someone folds a dollar bill in the United States and then you see some secret society stuff, and you're like, oh my God, you're right. It, nanu, nanu. It is a triangle with an eye. No, that's actually on the bill. You know, yeah, the that's already there. Mm-hmm. E pluribus unum. And if you fold it, it says uh, one anus, you know. <laughs> it says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Fold again. But there are people who fold the bills and reveal all these secrets. You know? I don't know if they're secrets so much as like. I tried this a million times till it looks like it's something. In Canada, we have, uh, you know, political figures or the queen um, on on our money, yes. much like you do. And there's one bill. Canadian that was money being... looks like funny money. I have to be honest with the see-through bits and the bright colors. Listen, it's progressive. It's very hip. <laughs> you know, it's and fun. Your, and your loony to me money's fun. <laughs> which made me laugh when we were watching Kids in the Hall mm-hmm. because they were pretending to be like dad strippers. Their clothes didn't come off, I don't think. But they, the loonies and toonies were hitting them because they're coins. Because <laughs> one and $2 bills are coins. And they were like, ah, oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing money at And strippers. I was like, I wonder if strippers in Canada make more than because you, you have to do a $5 bill. When the loony and toonie came out, I was still in Canada. Mm-hmm. And obviously that was a long it's time cool ago. It's cool to have a coin for a dollar or $2, well, I think. Well, it makes sense because no one, no one, do you have pennies? Like, do they even matter anymore? I mean, I have anymore? them. Who's, who's the jerk that's setting the prices and says, you know, it's going to be three pennies on top of that. <laughs> you know, it's just tax. Round it up. It's the percentage of tax that ends up making it weird. Well, those are the jerks then, the people making the tax rules. But in Canada, they have a bill that mm-hmm. uh, you can draw and you can make the guy look just like Spock. Oh. You just have to do the hair. And I love that when people get creative yeah. and, and, and draw on money. I know it's not, you know, but the reason why Canada has the funny money mm-hmm. is that it's uh, anti- Yeah, I can't uh, like- uh, what is it called when you make it? You try to make your own money. Yeah. Um, you know, not fabrication, but... Uh, I can't think of the word. Fraud. 
when you commit fraud. Uh, this is a problem in my life. When I'm trying to find a word, it, it, it locks there, itself. It was it, there on my brain, and then yeah, I forgot it. I know everyone's yelling at home right now. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's that podcast where they can't remember anything. Nope. Never. Never. Damn it. Well, anyways, yep. uh, anti-something uh, measures, you know. <laughs> I got to look it up. So hold on. Let's oh, hold. why can't I remember? It's because we got up at five in the morning to the smell of poo. It's true. It's and, true. and so now my brain's not working properly. Yeah. <laughs> you're when you're a scammer who makes. I know. Things, I want my brain to bring it up, but you you make fake paintings. You. Uh, I, I looked up illegal way illegally making money, and it's like become a pimp, <laughs> steal stuff. <laughs> Commit credit card no. fraud. Oh my god! I can't believe we don't know I'm like, this no. word. No, like actually, we know the word money. <laughs> counterfeit. Um, counterfeit. Fuck. There it is. God damn it! Beat by the Google machine yet again. Ugh, life is become going. a pimp. What's <laughs> <laughs> because of this list of illegal ways to make money? Well, what are kids my supposed Google to do? My Google search is like flag on that lady. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, how do I become a pimp? First, you're going to need to get some become get some hose, and then you're going to have <laughs> no, to get some clothes. No, not that kind. It shows you rank. <laughs> <laughs> that pimp was not very successfully staying in the field with a hoe. No. <laughs> oh, speaking of farming, uh, <laughs> our plants are cre- are producing. Thanks, Mama. Just in time for the food crisis, we're going to have a bumper crop of tomatoes. A bunch of tomatoes and a bunch of jalapenos. And then a couple little little short basil babies that happened to just show them. They revealed themselves. Mm-hmm. They were not planted. They came from the earth from before. From the earth. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. It's going to be tomato season soon. I know they're little babies. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I wish we could grow a steak plant. That's, you know? That's called a cow. Move. Well, no, but if a plant, like imagine if a plant was just putting out steaks, then the the cow couldn't get hurt. I think that's what uh, vegan uh, fake meat options are. Yeah, yeah, but that stuff's made in a factory. I want to grow it. Mm. Well, the the corn brand, the Q-U-O-R-N brand that I like is like mushroom protein, they call it. Mycoprotein or micro? I don't know. They, show, they tell you it's like lion's mane and criminy and blah, 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 blah. I take a lot of mushroom supplements and I don't think it's helping. I don't think it does anything either. They, they say, you know, cordyceps and mm-hmm. lion's mane and all, and I, rishi, and I, I take them all. I, take, I don't. Take them all. Not the, not the, well, I think it's better not to, the funny ones. I think it's better to eat it than it is to get them in a capsule. Do you know what I mean? I think 100%. that makes it healthy because then you, you're able, well, I mean, from what we know, the less processed something is, the more nutrients your body's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Plus mushrooms taste amazing when you fry them. So this is why That's in why our Sean backyard. Likes them. I like them raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Um, I want to have mushrooms growing in the backyard. So you need like a, a piece of hardwood and then you can drill into it. Oh, really? Inoculate with spores and it'll Oh, you talked about this. Because yeah. your dad even sent us those amazing boxes. Oh. And all the mushrooms came out and we had like gallon bags of mushrooms. What a beautiful gift that was. Really? Yeah, maybe we should do that again. Well, that's the same thing. Except you do it on a piece have... of wood instead of doing it. In, you but we don't have any pieces of wood. I can find it. Do you know anywhere where some gals and guys can get some wood? Some free wood? (laughs) (laughs) Insert inappropriate joke here. Okay, we're going to have to pause this to take a phone call. And then we'll get into your letters. All right. Stay tuned. (gasps) Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back in a minute. And we're back. We're back. It's like we never left for you. For us, a lot has taken place. (laughs) Not really. We had our call. We ate some lunch. 
And we're back. Okay, great. I think it's time for us to... Let's get into the letters. wish we had some letter music. I know. What would that be like? And the sound of mailbags, horses riding. You've got mail. Oh, yeah, that's good, too. Better. No, you know what the sound should be? should be... Old school, I like that. And then it says, you've got mail. That's awesome. I think that'd be perfect. All right. Okay. We'll let Chewy McChurson chew her Chewy down there, I presume. Yeah, that's fine. Uh-huh. If you hear anything in the background, that's just a dog destroying another toy. She hasn't been feeling her best, so we're letting her live her best life right there in her nice bed. Okay. God, my neck is sore. But the Theragun really worked. Does it help? It loosened it up for sure. But I... I think I think Roxy right. hates it. She barks. Oh yeah, but sure. I'm right. How am I right? Tell me. I want to know. <laughs> the looking at a phone mm-hmm. causes me to sit like this. I, well, so. it's something. Uh, Patrick Star. Ooh, I, I just made a gurgle. That was not my fault. Patrick Star was having neck problems, and he had shown on his Instagram him at the chiropractor, and the chiropractor was explaining how. When you do that a lot, your neck starts to, instead of your spine being like this, mm-hmm. at the top it goes, right? Mm-hmm. And then the pressure, there's nowhere for that, like your human head weighs, what, is it 8 to 10 pounds or something like that? Mine weighs 12. Okay. He's got a big fat head. Anyways, <laughs> that weight dis- distribution isn't correct. It's not on your right. skeletal system. Therefore, your muscles, meaning your neck muscles, have to compensate for the fact that it's not being supported does that make sense yeah absolutely okay. i think mm-hmm. i need to take some courses I, i've actually been following a couple of people online mm-hmm. pts and they've been explaining oh do this or do that to get my posture mm-hmm. uh in better shape but i don't and, think it's your posture i think it's phone usage well that yeah it's bad posture so, when i'm using the phone so it's probably like maybe don't use your phone as much as what i'm saying yeah that too <laughs> you're like i think my posture is bad while i use my phone i'm like i think we have to cut back on the phone usage Okay. Well, anyways. Uh, you know, or like hold it up. Exactly. So, but I'm trying to, you know, uh, sit and imagine that there's like a, a rod through mm-hmm. my spine and that like the top of my head is is being pulled up towards the sky. I like that- to imagine there's a string that's holding the top of my spine, my mm-hmm. top of my head, and someone's going, what? Yeah, and exactly. Like, huh? And you take a deep breath. And at the top of that deep breath is where your, your posture should be. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been told. Oh, Okay. And I'm ready. (laughs) And with that, we get into the letters. And we have a letter from Leanne. And it is entitled Part 2 with Episode 112. And let's see where else this goes. All right. I'm ready. Buckle up. Says, hey, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the rest of the OTDM community. Hey, Leanne. Says, I just listened to Episode 114. But before I share my thoughts on that, let's just wrap this one up. Because I just couldn't leave things out. Since my memory is terrible. Going back to listen and watch Katie talking about her shoes in episode 112 that I'm watching, whereas I listen on Spotify just to refresh my memory. Gotcha. So you watch and then we listen. I like it. I live on the West Coast, obviously, if I hadn't made that clear enough, LOL. But last summer in 2021, still cautious about traveling because of the pandemic, my two sisters and I went to Savannah, Georgia, because this was pre-Allison getting married later in the fall of 21, bachelor party weekend. Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Like molasses. I just spilled it out of your mouth. 
There are not a lot of direct flights going to and from the East Coast from Portland, which means a lot of plane travel done by my family isn't just one, but most of the time it's two flights with layovers. That's kind of sketchy when it's COVID time. Like, you know. Yeah, but I like that Portland airport. <clears throat> Portland Boy, is airport that easy is to get in and out of. So much easier than SeaTac. SeaTac's mm-hmm. a shit show. SeaTac's like LAX, but the Portland airport we do love. And in LA, it, it's a tri- it, It's like amazing i wish honestly santa monica was too close to lax lax is a shit show but if i got to fly in or out of long beach or burbank beautiful was beautiful those airports are so much easier Mm -hmm. austin's not bad i have to be honest austin breg bergman bregman bergman bergman i'm like i always think it's bagram bagram air force no that was in iraq Anyways, Bergstrom. Bergstrom. I was like, I'm saying Linnea's husband's last name. Right. That's not the right thing. Um, but the Austin airport, I think, is, is pretty pretty easy. Easy peasy. Although, randomly, they're shutting it down for cleaning. Like, closing that, it. That I was, was like, a conspiracy theory that happened last night. Really? Yes. Because do, 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 do. people were complaining online on Twitter about you know the airport being shut down. And they were saying, oh, we're shutting it down for cleaning. Like, during operation hours i'm like don't what? you do that don't you clean when the airport is so what what made it so dirty that you had to shut it down mm-hmm. and you know or were they shutting it down so someone could fly in maybe yeah someone important but that was all a conspiracy sure, was that up, important ended up meaning that they weren't shutting shut it, down. it down sean's coming into town you know yeah make me feel special we'll do our best i only feel special if other people are inconvenienced <laughs> That's the fame level that I would like to get to. Oh, my God. That's like that reminds me when Obama was coming to L.A. to raise money for his next campaign. And I've never hated a person more in my life because of the traffic that it caused. I know. Way way to cause ill will. I was like, I remember I had an appointment across Sepulveda and they legitimately would not let me cross. And so I missed my appointment. And I was like, so irate at the guy. I was like, there's nobody here. And he's like, I understand, ma'am. I was like, you don't. Can I walk across? I'll leave my car. And he's like, we can't have anybody around. And I was like, they I need to get in that building. A mile of, mm-hmm. of roadway with police everywhere. Santa and Monica Boulevard and Sepulveda. Just so like they a can huge intersection. whiz by with like 40 SUVs yeah. and a bunch of people, Marines, mm-hmm. and then the president in one and of them. And it costs our city a shitload and our traffic's already terrible. And it screws up all the local businesses because they're inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know about you, but if you're running to be elected, maybe make things easier for people. I don't know. Chopper in. And he was there all the time. It was so frustrating because one time I was trapped as well. You got trapped too. We both got I got trapped twice. One time I was in Culver City. And so I just took my car through the car wash because that happened to be on the block that I was stuck on. Yeah. So I like backed out of where I was and and did that and then got some snacks at the gas station. That was about like, I don't know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But this one on Sepulveda and Sandwich was an hour. Oh, anyway, I, I digress. Anyway, that really frustrated me. It would me. be so much cooler <laughs> if the president and his entourage, if you wanted the Marines or whatever, mm-hmm. were to fly in, you know, those jetpacks with like the fans and they well, fly. I wish they just That'd take so a helicopter cool. and land on the building that they're going to be in. Right. And don't put this fundraiser in a residential area where a bunch of people live. That makes no sense. You just screw it up for everyone who lives there. Yeah. Because remember the people who live next to Gwyneth Paltrow couldn't even get in their own driveways. Right. I was oh, like, for $10,000 a plate. Insan- virtual insanity. Funny enough, though, did you hear uh, Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris? Um, her it's Kamala. Kamala. Kamala, Kamala. They charge Kamala. money for photos uh, with people. I didn't know. I didn't know this. That can't be true. Yeah. Yeah. If you want your photo with the, the vice president or the president. If you at just a function, to see them out. What? You have to pay? No, you don't just run up to them. You get in trouble if you do that. Well, no, but I'm just saying like, 
if you're at an event and you ask, it'd be like me charging people mm-hmm. to, for a photo. That's stupid. They charge. Well, they put it towards the fundraising for the party, right? What? Get mm-hmm. out of town. Yeah. So if you if you want your photo with the president. You lie. July? And then August. Yeah. No, uh, I think that's the way it works. And you you pay for your photo. So when someone's very wealthy, if you go to their house, you'll see photos. Unless it's given as a gift because you're already a donor. That's crazy. Insane. Yeah, you're basically paying. What if they're uh, coming to like your school? You know, like uh, the first lady, president, the uh, vice president will come to a school and like read or do something. No free rides. Get in line, kid. You, I would assume you get pictures then you, for free. Do you have your parents' credit card <laughs> with you? Because they're there for the photo op, right? I, I know. I Probably. But at fundraisers, That's you insane. can pay to get your photo taken. And apparently, so I don't know if you're listening to this in other countries, uh, the approval rating right now of our administration is really in the toilet because mm-hmm. things are maybe out of their control or maybe caused by them. We I'm not political. But inflation and our gas is expensive and food is expensive and people are having a tough time. So apparently she's discounted <laughs> the cost of her photo op. It used to be like, I think it was 15000 or something. Now it's like $700. I don't know. You think with inflation, they charge more, you know? Wait, fifteen? you'd pay 15000 for a picture with them? I think it's something like that. That can't be right. I was Look thinking like 20 bucks. Look it up. Jesus. 20 bucks. <laughs> well, I'll let you stay, take a photo with my assistant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. How about, how about just a cardboard cutout? Oh, that's, uh, that's $35. That's, that's insane to me. Yeah. So how do I look this up? How much does it cost to get my photo taken with the vice president? Sure. I don't even know that. With Kamala Harris. I just said vice, vice president. Okay. Vass. Uh, Fun fact. She went to high wow, school in Montreal. It cost attendees $15,000, but she slashes her price. You're right. What? Did she? Okay. So it says the, pri- I mean, and I'm reading, a, I don't even know this news article. Uh, the the it says Associated Press. Okay. I wonder how much people would pay to have a photo with me. It says the price for the photo of the vi- with the <laughs> vice president at the Women's Leadership Forum fundraiser in May. Okay. So the price for a photo at this specific event. Last month. Reportedly cost fif- cost attendees $15,000, but that event was postponed until the fall due to the lack of ticket sales. Ooh. Mm. Upon postponement, DNC spokesperson Daniel Wessel. I don't know if I'm saying that Weasel. Right. Weasel. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Claimed nice Kamala guy. Harris is still a huge draw for events, but did not give a reason why the event was rescheduled. Only 28% of Americans approve of her job performance. Oh, now, according to Puck, whoever Puck is, the DNC's June fundraiser in California featuring Harris will only charge 5000 for a photo, a 66% discount from May's postponed event. So that's all we have. You know, those are good indicators. I didn't know they cost that much. That's insane. I feel like you as know a, how much the Pope charges. I feel like he doesn't charge anything because being a public servant, I think, is is they've lost what that means. I'm a servant of God, but I charge. He doesn't charge. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? I don't even want to look that up because I'll be so disappointed if he does. It's one thing for Wait, politicians which to pope, screw though, us. Is it? I feel like you're prepared for politicians to screw you over, but for the Pope, yeah, religious people don't screw you over at all. No. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> We're, we have Leanne's letter. Oh, hey, Leanne. Sorry so, about remember, that. Remember, she yeah. says there's two flights and layovers. I have a pretty bad layover story. I'll probably just add um, in here since I'm on a roll with travel stories. Good. I travel, like travel, it. travel by Leanne. Travel, travel. Don't travel, travel, travel. Just bad layover stories. Right. Uh, first one relates to Katie's blister story in episode 112. That was horrible. And I still have little red marks on the back of my heels. They're healed, but they're still never forget mm. the bad shoes that I wore to the airport. 
After this fun weekend in Savannah, my sister Sarah went home to Portland. Allison, who's now married, who the party was for, went back to her apartment in North Carolina. Mm. At the time, I decided to go to my grandparents' place in Tennessee. I don't have a fun accent for that one. Um, These are a lot of fun places, by the way. On the back end of that Savannah trip, because it was closer to to Savannah geography-wise than Portland. Totally makes sense. I was surprised there was no direct flight to Nashville from Savannah. Since we have family in Tennessee, we always have to take two flights from Portland. How close are they? I, I always think of like Nashville... And they're not, I mean, they're, they're close, but not that close. All those towns. I always think they're like an hour away from each other. I know that they aren't. Okay. So here we are in Austin. I'm going to pan out and I'm going to show you. So here. Okay. So there's new Orleans. We're in Alabama. Then there's Nashville right. and over here is Georgia. I don't know where she's in Georgia, but how far is that from us? Like two hours? <laughs> no, it's uh, what is it? Eight hours to drive to new Orleans or something like that. It's the South. They're all very close. No. It, that's opposite of what it is. Texas it's is it's like three hours to Houston. So what that'd be six. Yeah. It's about eight hours to new Orleans from Austin. And then I'd assume that's another, I mean, from that's a long ways, honey. I yeah. I'd assume a drive from Atlanta to Nashville would roughly be based on this map. And my random guesstimations about seven hours. I'll take that. Okay. I, you know, this has been geography, 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 geography by Katie. And that's a hard word to say. So, well, Leanne just has family everywhere. So I'm just, she does. Okay. So, um, since we have family in Tennessee, we always have to take two flights, right? Sarah and I were on the same flight from Savannah, Georgia to Charlotte, North Carolina. We weren't originally, but we were glad that we were. And here's why. Originally, I had a two and a half hour layover in the Charlotte airport. It was summertime and I decided to wear lighter clothes and a matching top and skirt with flip-flops. Makes sense because it's hot. Already knowing that the Charlotte airport is really big, I could take my time going in between the gates because I have at least two hours to spare. We don't board or leave on time at the Savannah airport, not because flights weren't coming in on time, but um, low airport staff, especially in this case, the guys on the ground directing the planes to the gate. Oh yeah, because it was during COVID times too, so people get sick and you have call outs. And you need those people. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't just be driving your airplanes willy nilly all over the tarmac. Nope. Somebody's going to stick up. Yep. Somebody's going to, you know. I can barely drive my own car. Uh-huh. I mean, that's not true. I'm a, an excellent driver, but, you know, your head has to be on a swivel. It takes all my energy to make sure that I'm safe on the road. I can't imagine parking an airplane. I'm sure you get used to it, mm-hmm. but, you know, just a slight turn, you know. And then your propeller hits right something and knocks it off of a building yeah or one of your wings I, goes through a window of the airport that's why i would have to be a jet pilot you you cannot trust me with propellers i'd be making salad out of everything you know <laughs> i'm not trusting Whoops. you with any planes let's just <laughs> really? take that off the table oh. you haven't taken any lessons i mean i played flight simulator a lot as a kid i'm pretty sure i could land a plane well if you have joe our friend who is a pilot on facetime that's true Go for it. Okay. Pick up, pick up, pick up. <laughs> yeah, please, Joe, please. He's like, hey, buddy. That's how he'd always pick up. Okay. Small airport and the flight before us was heading to Dallas, but the Dallas flight got delayed because wherever that flight was coming in from, so it was just a clusterfuck. We're snowballing here. It was stuck on the runway waiting to be directed toward the gate because low ground staff. Then started getting nervous. I hate that when you feel your layover mm. and you're like, I'm going to have to run. That sucks. I have a story about this too later. 
then I started getting nervous because this two and a half hour layover is clearly decreasing faster than I can process the delayed flight. This Savannah to Charlotte flight wasn't long at all. It was like a 20 minute flight, but the delay kept getting worse. Dallas flight is gone, pulled out late. Savannah to Nashville finally starts to board. It says me as Leanne, a little panicky because of shortened layover. Sister Sarah, completely fine. Her first flight already got canceled. Now her layover is like five hours. Leanne sat down in last row, all the way in the back. You're going to have to sprint out of there. A complete stranger till this day was basically witnessing me stressing out because my connecting flight is already boarding because it's on time. Fuck, 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 fuck. That reminds me of Nichols telling us how he was super hungover on that one flight and that kid threw up on his sandwich and he was like barely holding it together. It was like a 6 a.m. flight back from Boston, remember? Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, no, that was, she like traumatized Traumatized. just by even telling it to us. And I was like, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, Sarah, probably pretty chill sitting up front somewhere. Don't know where she is, but she's not panicking. I'm sure. (laughs) Leanne, refreshing and refreshing the American Airlines app. Hopefully not seeing what I'm reading. Coming into one terminal, going out of another one. Uh Uh-oh. Make a run for it. This guy sitting next to me knows the Charlotte airport at the back of his hand. He tells me, you're going to have to run. The gate you're going to is on the complete other side of the airport. Why do they do that to people? Leanne, too stressed out to even question, why flip-flops in a summer outfit, right? You can't run. I mean, you can run in flip-flops, but it's not the best. Oh my God. I just had a flashback to uh, someone in the airport hauling ass one time. Not hauling oats. Hauling oats. Yeah. Uh, Hauling oats while hauling ass. Yeah, they're listening to hauling (laughs) oats while hauling ass. No, but I saw a grown man with Heelys. Oh, that's smart in yeah. an airport. Yeah. Maybe and we, I was should like, get some, we should send Leanne some Heelys. Right. They, Remember those Susie Heelys? Susie Q things? has some Heelys. Yeah. But I saw it like it was a grown man and he was he was scooting. scooting and I thought, you know, scooting boogie. that's utilitarian. Yeah. I also saw one of the doofiest things, though. What? Tell. Do tell. This was popular about 10 years ago. I remember seeing it. Okay. And I looked into it because I was like, eh, that's kind of mm-hmm. kind of interesting. You know how you have the telescoping handle on, on a hard suitcase? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you you pull up the telescoping handle, mm-hmm. and then you sit on your uh, your your oh, thing. Yeah, and and there's there's it like moves, handlebars, it goes, yeah. yeah. And it's a uh, an electric uh, suitcase. Remember they're the ones that kids sit on that the parents pull. It's got oh, wheels. Yeah. I was like, that's genius because they're like, I'm tired. Mom, pick me up. And right. like, mom's already got like eighty pounds of luggage on her. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So she's she's footing it though, hot footing it, hot footing it. Which I'll t- let's finish her story, then I'll tell mine. So, we're moving along. Next story point, plane lands in Charlotte. Dun, dun, dun. On your marks, get set. Sarah waits for me to get off the plane. So patient, so nice. Then Sarah and I both run with our carry-ons. My backpack is slipping off my shoulders. Barely I can keep my flip-flops on. Sarah advised me not to take them off, but I had to. We would have missed the flight. Smart move. Dirty feet, but we'll wash them later. Sarah's 5'8", has long legs. I'm 5'3", short legs. That's not fair. She made it to the gate before I did. She's having trouble catching her breath and confuses the people running the desk. Yeah, because when you're talking really fast, you're like, I got to. She's back there with the full My suitcase. Yeah. All right. I don't remember that conversation as I was now running barefoot to the gate. I was the very last passenger to board that flight and left. Oh, and oh, and it left and it closed and went out on time. Boom. Taking care of business. Flip flop drop. Good job. 
I arrived at my grandparents already knowing my check luggage didn't make it. Yeah, because if you had to sprint, there's no way those guys got it off and got it back on. Then asking my grandma for blister band-aids because those damn flip-flops. I tell you what. Four days visiting with blisters on my heels. Oh, how come not from the flip-flops then? Right? Or do you have different kinds of flip-flops? Or do you call flip-flops something different? How many times can I say flip-flop? Turn it into a drinking game. Maybe they're sandals like Tevas or something. That's what I was wondering with like a back strap. Okay. Um, Unless she had maybe... Oh, blisters on her heels. It wasn't pleasant walking around, but luckily I survived and going to end this here with another travel stories can go into another email. Write again soon. Leanne, the PNW correspondent, PS Portland history for you with a link. The Portland, Inter- Portland International Airport, aka PDX, as we know it, is rated and or was rated the top safest airport in the U.S. Only three crashes. It says, let me check, uh, check Google on that. As of last year, 2021. Yeah via Oregon Live after one year in the number two spot. PDX is now the best airport in the U.S. again, according to Travel and Leisure, where it was for seven previous years. What is the safety rating scale? I mean, what does that mean? I don't know. Like you didn't get, uh, you you know, injured by the the, the staircase? (laughs) I I mean, it could be, I don't know, safest. Hmm. Dangerous things happen at airports. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Now I'm worried. They shut it down. I don't know. But I think I already told this story, so I don't want to belabor it if I have, because I don't have new stories for y'all. But when I was in New York coming back last December, remember they changed my gate and I didn't know. And I was sitting there like texting with Christina about, I don't even, God knows what. And I was tired. And I was like chatting with people. And then I went up to the gate and they were like, oh yeah, it's just not here yet. Blah, blah. And then I sat back down and then I got a text that my flight was boarding. And I was Mm. like, and then I had to fucking hightail it like all the way across. Like when she's talking opposite end, I think I was at JFK for that flight. If my memory serves me and I had to run all the way down. Like, you know, when you, you, you're like C24 and I had to get like to a 13. So like down a whole other arm of the airport. Whew. I sweated, but I made it. And it was funny. I felt good. This is where, like, I even if I'm stressed, I try to be kind to people. Right. Out of my way, fucker. No, I was just like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm late, excuse yeah. me. And people understand it's the airport. So you're, yeah. like, running like a maniac. And I I'm, always feel bad for those people that are sweating. I know, and you're, like, trying to mo- go as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got there, and I there were people still boarding a little bit. Like, I people were still putting their stuff up. But I was like, and the lady's like, do you want a sanitizer? And I had my mask, you know, it was masks had to still be worn. I, at that point, if, if it didn't, wasn't mandated, I would have pulled it down. Cause I was like huffing and puffing like a goddamn maniac. I was sweating. I was wearing like a sweater cause it was cold out. I had like high heeled boots on like yeah, yeah. sweet mother Mary. Anyway, I get into the plane and I'm like, my mask is probably like, and the lady's like, do you want to wipe? And I was like, yeah, sorry. I was at the other gate. And she goes, oh, me too. And they didn't tell me. And I hoofed it. And she's like, I've calmed down. She's like, take a couple wipes. Here's a, a one of those warm towels. She's so nice. I was like, thanks, lady. That was nice. Thanks. Now I got to stop sweating because I'm mm-hmm. going to scare people away. I just saw something on social media recently that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want my social <laughs> media funny. to do, I'm not to drag me down. Remember how Angela does that with Dwight? When he's like, I heard a funny story. And she's like, oh, that's funny. He's like, it was. And that was it. And you're like, what? Anyway, sorry, continue. Those moving uh, sidewalks or whatever, what do you call them, uh, that, that help you in the airport? That was like escalators, but flat. Mm. Flescalators. So, uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, that 
that pedestrian moving sidewalk mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw there was like four people. They must've been traveling together. If they weren't, it was just, it would, if it Doesn't just happened organically, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But they were sitting down, like all facing one direction. Uh-huh. And, uh, the person filming them on the flescalator. Yes. So the other person's on the outside, oh. the, the way the camera's looking, it's looking at the flescalator from, from the side. Uh-huh. So it's side angle and flat on it. Right. Okay. So the, the flescalator is empty. You don't oh, see okay. anything until all of a sudden you see four people come into frame and that are all sitting down. They're not walking on it, mm-hmm. but they're pretending to row. Oh, cute. Funny. <laughs> and so, I like it. Yeah. yeah. And they row out a frame. And one of them, I think if memory serves me correctly, puts down his fake oar and waves to the camera oh, as it's funny. going He's by. Like, Bye. Yeah. That's funny. And I thought, you Catch know, you in the flippity flop. good for those people. Uh, gotta have fun at the airport levity. if you can. Yeah. Unless you're running. Right. But I don't think I'd want to sit on that thing. I don't want to touch anything in an airport. Well, no, I'm just, it's not a germaphobe thing. Although now I'm thinking. Like, now I made your mind go there. But, but you thinking more, more like, like I'm afraid that my, uh, or something? yeah, something like I wouldn't caught. want to get my weenus get caught in the, uh, where it's not, it's flat, Sean. The things aren't My weenus isn't flat. <laughs> the flescalator. Should I cut this out? <laughs> the flescalator isn't doing this. Right. The, right. It's just doing this. But there's the, the weird part with the, like the, the sweepy br- that's brush? at the very end. You're no, it not- runs along the side too. I- oh, but that's just to hide the gear so you don't hurt yourself. That's it. You I wouldn't stick- want to get my fingers like caught what are you, putting like my a hand child? down. Are you going to like stick them in there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should probably just move on. But I saw in uh, China last year. I know. I don't talk about it. I still have nightmares. The escalator the that collapsed. Got eaten by it. Yeah. No. Have you seen the ones where people fall in? Like no. Oh. See, this is why this is I wouldn't. You don't play around on a flescalator. Don't, you don't go know. to a mall, anybody. Right, but no, the one I saw, the top of it. But right this before, is not flescalators. These are escalators. Escalators, which is because they have it, the space in between them where they are. Yeah, and they, the gnashing metal teeth when yeah. they when they meet back up. Like, why don't you make it smooth surfaces, not a garbage disposal? I know, you know like gnashing teeth, and at the top of it, it's like a monster opened up because it it collapsed. Someone, yeah, someone and the person should come was up like, with a better version of these so they're not so dangerous it was really cool footage though because it was an older person at the top and i thought catch the little person the younger person no uh i thought they were going to fall into it i was like oh no that person but no this older woman probably uh, she looked like she was in her 80s leapt and made it to the other side wow i mean it was only like a half a foot gap but but still she had the the wherewithal to be like fuck 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 instead of losing her feet to the gnashing escalator teeth she uh she jumped over it i was well, like let's Damn. just avoid escalators if we can yeah you know what airports you fucking can't though oh charles de gaulle has some crazy ones in france mm-hmm. or you if memory serves me correctly it looks like the jetsons there's tubes everywhere clear tubes and escalators inside i don't those remember tubes. when we went there remember i got confused about the time change i tried to call my mom and then realized it was two in the morning and mm-hmm. i rang her at the house and she was like i didn't wake up and i was like thank god yeah because you get so discombobulated when you're traveling through time zones and you like it's like overnight flights i was like it's seven hours i was so conf- oh pj just called you oh sorry pj hi pj <laughs> i'm not here right now but if you leave a message i'll get back to you at this time you've be- reached movie phone yeah okay it's probably um, uh, scheduling my guitar lesson oh, i'll probably. have to make up an excuse and blow him off <laughs> i don't know what i'll tell him he doesn't listen to the podcast. Tell me you got the monkey pox. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to play guitar with you tonight, PJ, but I've got the monkey I'm pox. I'm already monkeying around too much. Okay. Enough with escalators. We don't want to scare people. Right. Let's move into Nora's letter. Ready? 
It's entitled Episode 111. I already love this so much. Chicken gizzards, potatoes, and gas station foods. I love it. This is perfect. It says, howdy, howdy, Sean, Katie, Roxy, and the OTDM fam. Howdy, Nora. I'm catching up on the podcast while I work on another art piece. Oh, I love it. The talk of chicken gizzards and potato wedges grabbed my attention. Mm. I'm not a huge fan of gizzards, me neither. But give me some livers and I'm happy. Gizzards are just too chewy most of the time. I agree. If they made them a little more tender and not so tough. It's like it's like a jaw workout to mm. have a, a chicken gizzard. Gizzard's just fun to say. Okay. But some deep fried livers and some white gravy are delicious. Oh, I do like liver. Mm-hmm. Some liver is a little too strong. You know, I don't want a big piece of it, but I I like monkfish liver. Sean does love monk. It's a little irony for me, that monkfish liver. It kind of has a cat food flavor, Mm -hmm. but a palatable cat food flavor. Mm. Not that I've tried cat food, but you know, that smell when you open a fancy feast. Mm -hmm. Break me off a piece of that fancy (laughs) feast. And, uh, you know, you get that smell, you know, and you're like, "Mm, that's what monkfish tastes like. Yeah. But. You like it. I've grown to like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then. There's the tots. The tots. Potato wedges are so different from tater tots, right? Sean gets is confusing Joes and tots is mixing whole different nationalities of potatoes. The tater tots are like tiny hash browns all collected together in a small cylindrical shape instead of a flat patty shape like C. McDonald's hash browns, for example. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. There are too many similar names between potato dishes, though, because if you go to Denny's or IHOP and you get hash browns, they're shredded potatoes that are just skillet fried real quick. True. Yes. But that brings me to gas station food. All right. Yeah, restaurants are all right, but gas station food is severely underrated. I like to get chicken livers from some of the Huck's gas stations. There's a small independent gas station that's nearby that has Hunt's Brothers pizzas, which is actually really good. Where is Nora? I don't know. I Um, forget. Sorry, Nora. I don't know. I don't if, recognize those chains though. So, hmm. Okay. Well, anyways. I, I, I don't, just, I think, I think she's in the States. What is Hux? You know? Let's look. Nora, we're doing some quick research <laughs> because I forget. I love the um, fact that potatoes are so delicious that the crispy bits are, are really what's, you know, next level when that starch yep. gets cooked. And so there's all these inventions with. Oh, they're the, in Illinois and Kentucky, a little oh. bit of Missouri. There's all the Hux. Oh, they're very, very, very popular. Hucks out there. versus Bucky's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of hucks. Hucks. Mar- I wonder if they have like a marketing thing like Hucks Bucks, you know, and you get like <laughs> bonus dollars. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. But you know, with potatoes, how mm-hmm. like they, they they devise all sorts of different ways to cook them, where there's extra crispy areas, mm-hmm. like you know, whether it's the shredded. Yeah. So now more potato yeah. can be browned. You know, what was amazing, which we or didn't the potato get potato chip, where the whole thing is crispy. Oh, potato. That's why the crisps are so good. Oh, the crisps. But remember those sushi rolls at that one place where it was like a bunch of layered, really thinly sliced potatoes and then they deep fry it real quick? The tornado <laughs> roll. Yeah. Mm. And when you cut God. into it, it'd be like. Ka-ch. Yeah, that was mm. good. Tornado roll. Okay. So, and I'd assume Hunt Brothers Pizza. And we might be wrong, Nora. You let us know. But I've never been to a Huck's gas station. So. Oh, what I was going to say is back home. There's this little, and this might be farther than just Washington State, but there's this chain called Church's Chicken. Say that one time fast. And that is at gas stations, and it's actually delicious. And you can do, I mean, like their chicken, like I know that you, even though we know that it's not good for us, we do love some chicken fingers. Oh, yeah. And their chicken fingers, 
delicious. That's how you know that I'm mentally um, uh, not arrested, but like I'm I'm younger than I am. Like I'm not really a 47. I'm more like a a 14 year old. Mm. Well, we all hold on to some of our little <laughs> I love chicken desires. Fingers. Yeah, that's like I still would. I would totally mow on some mozzarella sticks. Oh, yeah, who doesn't yeah. like those? And that was like childhood. Katie be like, yeah, like fish sticks. Mm-hmm. I would never order fish sticks in a restaurant, but I would eat a whole box of them at home. That's the thing on the trailer park boys that they always talk about is fish sticks and fries that are like frozen. They're like got to flip them or they get gross. As a Canadian, the number of times up, they say that it's so funny. We you'd always come home from school. I, don't, I would assume America was the same, but I don't have that experience. But we would always cook fish sticks in the in the oven. You know, mm-hmm. that was some of your earliest cooking escapades as a latchkey kid. You'd you'd come home and we did fish sticks sometimes. We'd have them uh, like Gordon's Fisherman's fish sticks or whatever those were. Um, we'd have those. And then but my favorite. So I'd make breakfast because I even back then, Sean, breakfast was my favorite meal of the day so much i wanted to have it twice so when nick and i get home chocolate chip pancakes and some eggs or i got really into these things i don't know if my mom would remember this but i got really into these mac and cheese craft mac and cheese in a little container already made and you'd nuke it for like 30 seconds and then sometimes i put canadian bacon in it but sometimes i just it was so tasty nice yeah bacon and mac and cheese and then tapioca pudding for dessert Ooh. totally processed meal all around made you the strong woman you are today strong bones never broken one haven't broken one you know gordon's uh fish sticks there mm-hmm. do you know what the slogan was gordon's fisherman uh-uh. yeah it was uh gordon's fish sticks the best fish you ever put a fuck to oh and like a massachusetts put a fork to, yeah. but fuck. Wow. well because he's a massachusetts uh-huh, uh-huh. kind of or a fisherman from the east coast mm-hmm. the best fish you ever put a fuck to and you're like, what, what did he just say? Pardon me. And you know that the Someone advertising people are like, like this will catch their attention. People remember it. Yeah, yeah that's smart because you remember yeah. it. Yeah. There's a dirty old fisherman. He always had the yellow jacket on, yeah, yeah, the yellow yeah. hat. I like that guy. I trust. Uh-huh. I trusted the brand because there was someone I could I could picture. Yeah, that reminds me uh, the Trailer Park Boys episode where Bubbles wants to wear the yellow because he's like, I'm a real fisherman. Yeah, and Julian's slicker. like, no, he's wearing like a black like what they'd really wear like a cotton stocking cap and like a rain slicker that's like a blue or black color yeah i don't know if the fishermen dress like paddington the bear anymore you know yeah, i don't know if they do like, i think it just depends on if it's uh good quality equipment and you know does what it needs to do if i fell in the sea though i would want something bright i so want that, yellow yeah. yeah so they could see me as opposed to was she snoring behind you i think i think the oh, dog was dreaming i didn't know she was there she's so sneaky okay anyway Let's get back to Nora's letter. Oh, yeah. I know Anyways, that. I do have an update on my art. I finished the painting that I've been working on the last time that I wrote, and I'll let you guess who it is, but I'll leave the answer below. Oh, it's a DJ of some sort. See, he's got his hand on a... Oh. Uh, who, um, I don't know if I don't know DJs. the DJ world. And I'm trying to cover the bottom because I want to DJ cheat. Scribbles? I don't know any DJs, but it's a definitely a blonde-haired DJ. So oh, who's the guy who passed away? I don't know, but want me to read on to tell you who it was? Skrillex? No, I, I want to challenge my brain. Okay, have your brain do the work. So I think yeah. he's blonde, a white mm-hmm. guy, wears his hat backwards. Mm. It, just like every DJ, he's got his headphones around his neck. I don't know. He's got a tattoo on his arm, I think. Yeah. I, I okay. 
The painting is, oh, Avicii. That's it. That's the guy who passed away, the Swedish guy. He passed away? I think uh, he Yeah, of an overdose suicide. a few years ago. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Well, of an overdose? Oh, okay. Yeah, as a Swedish DJ who passed away from an overdose a few years ago. I hadn't really listened to his music much before, but then I saw a documentary about him on Netflix, and it was so moving, I felt like I needed to do a painting. People Beautiful really job. connected to him. Yeah. He, moving on to another letter. Yes, ready? but unfortunately, this was probably going to be letter. our last letter because yeah. we prattle-addled on today. Sorry if we chad your ear off. Sometimes, but. you know, we have a, a lot to say about nothing. Much ado about nothing, as they say. Okay. We have a letter from Ben. Ah, uh, Ben. Again, sorry for calling you, dude. He got back to me on that, by the way. <laughs> Very petty. He called me at three in the morning. He no. did not. No, no, no. But he said he was at work and he was wondering why he got his a phone call. Because he didn't notice that I called. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, he only noticed after the fact. So Sean accidentally called you. Yeah. <laughs> it still makes me laugh because I remember your phone making that. I was like, is that our alarm? And you were like, no. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to Ben's letter. It's entitled Taking a Road Trip in an Electric Vehicle. Oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I love I it already. Have, I do have concerns about that. Mm-hmm. It says, hey, Katie and Sean, in episode 115, you were talking about what it is like to take a road trip in an electric vehicle. Yes. Lots of questions. Having just gotten back from a trip of about 700 miles in an electric vehicle, a Tesla, I wanted to let you know what the experience is actually like. The first thing to know is that your car, your car tells you ahead of time exactly where you should stop and how long you should stay there. That's cool. So you can like prepare ahead to know that, oh, in 20 miles, we need to pull off and it's going to take about half hour. How about we grab lunch then or whatever, you know? Yeah. The, one of the cool things about Tesla that I Mm -hmm. thought was that they built the infrastructure so that you can fill your your car or charge your car. Yeah. Yeah. But they built them all across America so that so the people can take it's a, a massive undertaking to re- redefine the transportation. I have system. to be honest in a lot of ways, uh, certain companies and Elon and Tesla being one of those, there's a lot of planning and preparation that they do ahead of time so that the user experience is great. Hmm. And I think that really shows hence why this is working so well. Okay. So let's see if you want to, you can also see the other charger stops and make some tweaks to it for whatever reason. The default planner. So I assume you just put in your destination and it tells you. Bah, 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 oh, bah. the car just drives itself to the fuel station. Well, it doesn't it, even need you. Why don't you just send the car on its trip by itself? Because you want to go on the trip. No. Well, what if you were just dropping something off? You know, wouldn't that be nice if I had to drop something off at your house? Oh, yeah. Like right now I need to go get after this. I have to go to the dry cleaners. I can right. just send, just the, send car. the car. Uh, you know, it's very, and I bet you that it gets to that point where the cars are robots because Tesla is coming out with a robot. Well, remember they tried humanoid. that thing. And I think it still is happening in bigger cities, but the delivery thing, you put it on the bot and it takes it to the Here's something that's People. wildly inefficient. And I would assume it had something to do with customer service, ensuring that we were satisfied. Mm-hmm. But yesterday the door rang and I opened it oh, and there was yeah. a guy with a package and the package had vitamins in it. It's, okay? it's my Amazon, Very small. my vitamin C. Yeah. But the man uh, walked across the street and got into a Ford F-250 and fired it up. And boy, it was probably a big a big motor yep. and drove away. And I thought, oh my God, we're the reason why the planet is crashing. And, and not us, but like. Well, and I always select for that one. The reason is, is I'm going to be out of vitamins tomorrow. And the only other option to not miss my vitamins, um, that was the only option they offered was that or next Monday, my Amazon delivery or whatever. Yeah. But the other ones didn't even. I'm not blaming you. I was just, I thought. No, but my... I do select that. 
almost always yeah we're less all packaging say, yes one one box like i did that with our target order and with amazon and stuff we're all just say if i don't need it in a speedy manner yeah like i ordered a bunch of children's books and so you know i let it do its thing whenever. i just couldn't believe a ford f-250 yeah. delivered vitamins Usually i was like they have oh those no electric vans yeah that was crazy mm. but i think we do somebody was telling me that in austin there's a couple of distribution centers really because that that those vitamins i order them every like two or three months and they're always delivered like same day it's like wild i know i'm like i don't need it that quick no but sometimes there's no other option too right it's i think because it's so close there's like let us get through this order yeah mm. we need to keep you healthy so that when the climate crisis is really bad you can fight you know yeah remember when we had those guys here filming they were talking about because uh, one of the guys used to live in Austin, he's the one that told me, no, there's a distribution center. Okay. There's like two of them in the Austin area. And he's like, you get some things real quick here. And I was like, oh. Yeah, Walmart will be here within Walmart like Walmart drop minutes. it right off. I know. There's so many Walmarts around here. I think being in like a really packed city for a really long time, I'm like, say what? Like still, when we pull into place, I always tell Sean, I'm like, I will never take for granted the fact that we can just park this car here. Because <laughs> in LA, that never happens. <laughs> I'm like... I always have to assess where I'm going, whether it's worth taking the lift for the stress that it's going to cost or the t- the money it's going to cost to get a parking spot. You know, this is just a feature. And Ben, if you have uh, Elon's number still, mm-hmm. I'd pass this on to you, sir. <laughs> if the car knew, especially in Los Angeles or any metropolitan area, if the car knew where the nearest parking spot was, mm-hmm. that would be fantastic. You know, yeah. just... But I don't know how it'd, keep, it'd be updating it all the time. You know, people pulling in and out. I think it's too much. And even the ones that work in like... Well, it's the internet uh, of things, right? So the meter speaks to, I don't know, the great God in the sky and, and <laughs> says, oh, I'm open, you know, open for business. And then your Tesla takes you there. And your Tesla would know whether... Because, you know, you have to read the rules in Los Angeles. It's so crazy. confusing. So anyways, just a, you know, a freebie for Elon if you know, he needs the help. His business is in trouble. <laughs> totally. Okay. So... The default planner tends to be conservative, while mm-hmm. I tend to want to push it a bit as I've gotten more comfortable doing such road trips. Oh, totally he's like Kramer in Seinfeld when they were pushing it to see how much gas yeah, is in yeah. the car. Let's go to the next, 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 next. Um, by default, it wants you to charge at 20%, but it charges faster if you go down to 10%. So I usually try to push it a bit, especially if there are lots of options to supercharge, which is the term that for using the Tesla faster chargers, which are called superchargers. Uh, I do have a question for you about that. Are mm-hmm. you frustrated that your supercharger is not the superest on the market? Because apparently there's a super duper charge that's even faster that I think Hyundai, Ionic. How, and I other, wonder what the difference is. Apparently it's significant, oh, significant? like twice as fast. I mean, Elon, come on, buddy. Well, but does, do they, how many of those are there and where are they? Do you know what I mean? You're asking too many questions. Because I doubt they have. That's the, not in the marketing literature. I'm when they sure sell you, not. Right? They're like they're only in major cities. That's always what happens. Remember we had in uh, Santa Monica we had that hydrogen. Oh yeah. Gas stationy thingy. That was awesome. And I was like, uh, only one I've ever seen ever, and I've driven all over Los Angeles County. They had it in at our gas station, mm-hmm. and they had it in Irvine. Yep, and yeah. they were basically piloting. It was Honda the mm-hmm. FXC Clarity. Yeah. I would love to have a hydrogen car. Yeah, but we had one of those gas stations on like Santa Monica and Bundy, I think yeah. it was or something. Anyway, um, or yeah, Barrington. Anyway, um, it was there and I had never seen another one. And you'd said there was one in Irvine. And I was like, well, good luck then. Right. You know? And in order to get the car, because I was interested, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. It's super expensive. Hydrogen. Yeah. They and you could like, only keep it for so long or what yeah, was it? 900 bucks a month or 1300 bucks a month, I think. Jesus Christ. You had to be within 
10 miles of the gas station that was where they would lease it to you oh my god yeah anyways that didn't like quite out. the pilot program idiots yeah. idiot okay i want a nuclear reactor in my car when, you know <laughs> If you're pushing things pretty tight, may recommend that you stop sooner or even go at a slower speed to ensure that there would be enough charge to get you to your destination. So it's uh, like, warning, we've got to pull over. Do you, do they talk inside of Tesla? Is it like uh, your buddy, like like Knight Rider? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. Because remember, we've been in Matt and Rebecca's SUV and it has all those fun things where like the, the doors open and it makes, remember the music for yeah. Christmas? Wouldn't it, it be like, awesome if it was Elon talking? And put on a or, show. But you I don't know, think it talked to or us. Have the voice from Knight Rider. I'll be there in five seconds flat, Michael. <laughs> I don't even remember anybody's Tesla talking to us. Do you? No. We've been in quite a few of them. Eddie Murphy used to have a, a bit where his car gets stolen. Uh -huh. And it's, the, believe it or not, there were talking cars in the 1970s. Uh, Nissan or Datsun, I think at the time, mm -hmm. um, had one. And it, like your door, you'd open the door and be like, boom, your door is ajar. Oh, funny. Yeah. Your trunk is open. Is Datsun, was Datsun purchased by? It's the same company. Datsun was the, the original name, I believe. Well, I remember um, people drove Datsuns at, when I was in high school. A couple of them, they were just like little beat around the bush cars, you yeah. know, like just, they were small, like compact cars, but I haven't seen a Datsun in a long time or a new Datsun I don't think exists. Well, then they switched the name to Nissan for the, the cars. Oh. And then I think they switched back to Datsun for a little while mm -hmm. and then they're back to Nissan. Oh. Yeah. Way to be consistent with your marketing. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that it'll slow your speed to make sure, you know, these are pretty rare, but I've seen it happen occasionally where it'll make you slow your speed. Ideally, when you charge at a supercharger, you want to go from 10% of your battery to about 70% of your battery. The last bit takes forever and it isn't really needed. So to get from 70 to 100. Hmm. For my car, that will be around 200 miles of effective range. Then you get back in your car and you drive about two to three more hours and then you hit the next stop. That's almost the same as driving gas, like two to three hours. And the charge time takes about 20 minutes at each stop. It's a little bit longer than filling up with gas, but not terrible. Hmm. You know, what do you think? Well, I'm, I'm on the fence. I certainly want one. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are issues with them. He said know. it can take as long as 40 minutes, depending. I'm cool with it, though. I'm not in a rush. Sometimes you are, though. Like when we were driving out here, but we wanted to wait 40 minutes. It would have oh, made Oh, God, our, no. There's a lot of empty stretch. It would have made our trip that much longer. Yeah, that's true. But they're they're so desirable, these, these vehicles. You know, mm -hmm. I would... Maybe I wouldn't enjoy the experience of having to wait, but I would certainly like to try one out for a while. Yeah, maybe we could lease one. Mm. Well, I have to be honest. I want the Cybertruck very badly, although it's out of my price range. I say start pinching your pennies there, buddy. But to have a bulletproof vehicle. Don't not... go buying your albums and stuff, you know. I know, you gotta... <sighs> tease. <laughs> I tease. What if we did the podcast from a Cybertruck? That'd be cool. Driving around the country. It's I so weird I don't want to drive around the country. How many times and how many ways do I have to tell you that I do not like being in a car that long? My fear about Anybody the Cybertruck. there? I do not like road trips. Remember when the Hummer 2 came out? Yes. And everyone bought them and then everyone laughed at the people who bought them because it looks so dorky, you know, two years down the road. It already looks dorky. The Cybertruck already looks dorky. I don't think it does though. For for me, it fulfills my childhood fantasy of space. You know, like it's uh -huh. this, Are we this in the futuristic. Jetsons? Well, it just has a, a different look. And gosh, you know, when you eat the same food all the time mm -hmm. and you're like, I wish they'd invent a new vegetable. Yeah. This is like a new, a new vegetable. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, what a neat design. Some people hate it, but it reminds me of like the Lancia Stratos of the 70s with like a concept car. Hmm. You know, I like that wedge shape. It's cool. Sure. 
save your monies. I know. Make more monies or find ways for us to make more monies. Start a GoFundMe. That's what people do. Okay. Anyways. Sorry, Ben. We're, We're back. We're back, Ben. Don't worry. So remember, you go from about 10% to about 70%. It takes anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. It's nice to stretch, get food, and otherwise take care of whatever needs you can't do when driving, right? You got to take potty breaks. The hardest bit of road with an EV is charging at your destination. The superchargers are great, but they aren't always where you want to stay. It would be great if more hotels had EV chargers, but sadly, for now, they haven't. That's true. I didn't even think about that. It's like when you get somewhere, they don't, it's not like you're at home, you don't have your charger. I don't understand electricity, so pardon me being mm -hmm. obtuse here, but why doesn't your car carry the charger and then you just have an, a, a cord from your charger to a 220 outlet? I think it's the... Like, why I'll doesn't your ben, car have a supercharger I'll on let it? Ben answer, but I think you have to have like a certain type of way that the energy is going to be put into your car, right? It's like a, a, akin to going to the UK and me trying to plug in my blow dryer. It's not going to plug in right and the voltage is different and blah, 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 blah. So I'd assume that you'd want a Tesla charger giving your car the right type of voltage and electricity. Does yeah. that make sense? It does. But I, I remember working at a place not too long ago and one of the gals who was working there drove uh, down from Los Angeles to Orange County mm -hmm. and she had the Fiat, the little electric Fiat. And I, oh. I have a soft spot in my heart for Fiat, by the way. The fix it again, Tony. They're cute. Yeah. And I want an Abarth. It's like a one third of a Ferrari, you know, real Spitfire. Oh, I don't even know. But the electric one, she just, she had an extension cord in her car and she would plug oh, it well, in. Oh, some of them are like that And though. it gave her range to get back and forth and she never had a problem. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's pretty cool. But going back to the Tesla, the supercharger, it's a station and it's converting electricity. Yeah. How much it, power is it pulling on the other side that it, and how big is a supercharger? But it would be cool if the supercharger mm -hmm. was on the car. A lot of people did just used to plug them in like yeah. straight up plugs, but I'd assume that would take like a long time to charge. Here's another option. Just like uh, Back to the Future, where he has mm -hmm. the you know the plutonium powers, the thing. Mm -hmm. What if you had, uh, let's say, a, a giant hamster wheel, and you had like <laughs> eight hundred <laughs> hamsters running on the back? No, you know? that's not fair for the hamsters, Sean. Well, no, but they, they'd be on the open road. They'd be running, and it'd look like they're you know just like in Dumb and Dumber, where he's like, oh, he feels like I'm running at an incredible rate. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, remember. The worst part is that you don't have a charging station always at your destination. It would be great if more hotels had them. Still, there are more and more hotels getting EV chargers, which is fantastic. Thanks for all you do, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Very interesting. Ve very, very interesting. I want to dip my toes in the Tesla water or any electric vehicle for that matter. I'm just, you know, we have a car that works right now, so. Mm -hmm. And we hardly drive anyways. That's the thing. We don't, we just don't. Yeah, we don't drive a ton. Mm -mm. Okay, so it looks like, just so everybody knows, that we are up to June 8th. Not bad. We're we're not even a month behind right now. Awesome. So we'll get back into those next week. Have... Mm -hmm. oh. Oh. Uh, next week, we'll try and put more effort into reading more letters to get us caught up. How about that? Yep. I just... We rambled, a little, or I rambled a little bit today. and Rambling Sean. Rambling Sean. Instead of rambling Rod. Right. Okay. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves. We love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.